Welcome to the Trash Turtle Fancy Podcast. Howdy, 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 everybody. Hello. Oh, that's a different voice. You're not Iken. No, I'm not. I'm about the same age, though. So that about the same age, yeah. Basically, what happened was, is uh, I messaged a ton of fantasy analysts. All of them said no. Uh, I begged Ben Gretsch to come. He couldn't make it. So I was like, what am I going to do? I was like, just give me another fantasy player from the state of Washington. Another smart guy. It's basically Ben Gretsch. Uh, this is Chris Throws Rocks. <laughs> oh, goodness. You called me smart. That's that's a recipe for disaster. Glad to be here. Thanks for the compliments before we really just throw it all to hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're just in here drafting a, a $350 Football Guys Players Championship team. So I hope I, we're smart. <laughs> I'm so excited. Let me just tell you, this is this has been years coming. Uh, this is going to be a blast. Yeah, I mean, we've we've been like, I, I feel like we talked about this like two, two years ago, at least, and we just never actually did it. And like, here we are finally, like, finally kind of sitting down and actually doing it. So um, this this is going to be really exciting um, for anyone who doesn't know Chris. Uh, I mean, you don't really know me that well unless you listen to all the episodes, but uh, if you don't know Chris, Chris is the admin in sort of the Discord that we're in that we always link in, you know, our uh, episode descriptions or we try to when we remember. Uh, that's usually my fault if we don't. Um, Chris is a, an avid uh, rock thrower. I don't know what that means. He does throw rocks, though, sometimes on ice. Um, he's a huge trivia guy. Very, very, very smart in that. He'll probably undersell that when he talks about himself, but don't let him do that. And, uh, yeah, you won an episode of Jeopardy once. We're leading right into that. That's right. I did I did win an episode of Jeopardy a long, 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 long time ago. But, yeah, yeah. I play a lot of trivia. I throw curling rocks on ice for half the year, and then I play fantasy football. And I also meander around trying to help the technical side of this podcast go along, particularly yes. with seeds and all of that, so... Um, Make no yeah. mistake, this podcast would not be here if not for Chris providing technical help. <laughs> <laughs> that that I'll grant you. That's probably correct. <laughs> um, we are five minutes away from our draft starting. It looks like our commissioner has arrived. Eric Balkman, the facilitator of our draft, has arrived. So uh, we are drafting from the 101, which, man, we, we were we were like giddy school kids <laughs> when we saw that. We were so excited. Um I have two. I have two draft positions so far this year. They're both the 101. This is oh a gosh. wild year for Chris. <laughs> you're 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 killing it this year. You're and and uh, you know obviously you're taking the highest upside player in both, right? Uh, I, I think we'll probably <laughs> I'm probably gonna spoil it right away. Um, I mean, like I I I play probably what like ten to fifteen redraft leagues this season, and so mm -hmm. I'm definitely a person that tries to spread out equity. Um, I like to assume I'm not right often, and so um, early, early picks will probably determine later picks. But we'll yeah. we'll get someone good. I think we'll I think we're good. both we're both in many ways roster construction people. Um, I know we have very similar takes in terms of the value of positions based on you know when we're taking them and things like that. So that 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 should be interesting. Uh, I am going to put you on the spot there because you did bring up something interesting, and we have a little time to talk about it. You know, you were talking about assuming that you're wrong, uh, or you know, assuming you don't know everything, of course. Uh, 
sort of in some ways these sort of uh, big tournaments do reward you for having a bit of arrogance and drafting as if you're right so I, I just want to ask you, and this is not just related to redraft, but I saw a really interesting Twitter thread earlier this week by Adam Harstead, where he was talking about um, strong convictions weakly held or or strong takes weakly held or weak takes strongly held. Have you heard those phrases before? No, but it, it makes a fair amount of sense. Um, mm-hmm. And I tend to lean toward strong takes weakly held. Um, yes. just because you tend to learn information. And as you do that, you need to be able to update your takes. Yeah. Like, I mean, anyone, anyone who knows me knows that I was a huge Rondell Moore guy last year. I was a, massively advocating for him over guys like Jalen Waddle. And I, I'm, <laughs> that's, I'm a strong take weekly held guy. Yeah. Um, I immediately dropped that take. <laughs> At least so we're not drop drafting him in like, 301 that's not no 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 (laughs) but no like i i think that that's sort of you know they're they're both sort of different styles of play that one maybe and and the thread was really great i i recommend reading it if you can go find it but um there was some great stuff about being the type of player who maximizes when they're right versus minimizes when they're wrong um and in these sort of tournament formats, I want to maximize when I'm right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we can link that in the show notes, too, as the technical person. Oh, yes. Like, do the show notes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I'll, I'll remember it this time. I, I the last this is this is getting in the weeds a little bit. But last time we were putting uh, Ike and I were putting an episode out. He goes, you referenced at the end of the episode that you were going to put a lot of links in the, the description. And I go, did I? <laughs> So I had to go listen to the entire episode and go, oh, yeah, that I talked about that or I talked about this. <laughs> so I had to listen to a whole whole new episode or a whole episode, which if anyone knows, if you've ever edited y- yourself talking, you probably hated it. I know it's I awful. do. So it's um, no, let, let's talk as we're coming up here. We have two minutes until this draft officially starts. Let's yeah. talk about this format a little bit. What are your what are your initial thoughts on sort of the FFPC format? Uh, I think it's a really neat format. So just to, I'll give the breakdown of it just so in case those are listening aren't too familiar with it. Um, it's a tournament of 15,000 entries. They're broken into groups of 12. So it's 12 team leagues. Uh, you play a 12 week regular season, which means you play everyone once and week six is against the median. Uh, that Those 12 weeks determine the top four. Um, the top four do a two week playoffs for a specified amount of money. Um, and then the top two point, the top two finishers in the regular season plus the league champion of this two-week playoffs are then put into a three-week tournament from weeks fifteen to seventeen, um, which is based on uh, your total three weeks three, three your total points for those three weeks plus your season average per week. Um, it's a a format that you and I both love. It's full yes. CR, tight end premium, double flex. Uh, it's 20 rounds. Um, novel in this day and age, there's a kicker and a defense spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> kicker takes. Let's go. Um, <laughs> and then um, the only other thing that's interesting, there's um, two other things. There's no trading. 
Um, there's no just for occlusion purposes, uh, and there's no open free agency. There's it's all free agent auction bidding, and there's bidding Wednesdays, and there's bidding that clears on Sunday morning at like ten Eastern. Um, but otherwise, players there's no grab players when you can get them kind of situation. So it's all auction. Um, yes. But it's also very, it's fairly top heavy. Oh, and there's the sound for us to draft. Oh, that was um, that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so, uh, well, I don't know. If, I I don't think you went over roster numbers, did you? Uh, uh two. So it's uh two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, two flex, um, and then whatever is a rest in a tw- in the bench for twenty rounds. But yeah, okay, and a quarterback. Perfect. Well, we are on the clock with 30 seconds remaining. Our options at the 101 are pretty pretty down to two guys, basically. Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey. Um, I want the upside. I want the guy that can get over, you know, 100 targets, 100, you know, 120 targets from the running back spot. The player most likely to break fantasy. I am a Christian McCaffrey guy. How do you feel about that? I, I am very much fine with that, especially in a full PPR format. Like, even if they tend to decrease his workload at all, he's still absolutely incredible, and it's a risk you got to take in this kind of format. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I, I can't stress how much I think Christian McCaffrey's like upside is just so game breaking. I mean, as you said, especially in a PPR format, like PPR does lend itself a lot towards, you know wide receivers of course but we're talking about a guy who's got the potential to get wide receiver number of targets <laughs> exactly <laughs> you don't have to play him as wide receiver no exactly it's it's almost like christian mccaffrey is the wide receiver that's playing in the running back slot and kyle pitts is the tight end playing or the wide receiver playing in your tight end spot <laughs> so just two guys that can definitely break fantasy that I love. I know, I know you do too. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's my decision point at the one Oh one, pretty much no matter the format. Um, I will tend to lean Jonathan Taylor if it's closer to like a half PPR, but I'm pretty indifferent between the two. I think both are positioned pretty well and both are the risk you want to take at that spot. Yeah. I, I think it depends to, you know, how many teams are you are are you really drafting, right? So I drafted a little over 200 best ball teams this year. And I think it would be silly for me to just be I don't I don't know if arrogant is the right word, but um it would be silly for me to sit there and only take Christian McCaffrey in that spot. Um I I do diversify it because Jonathan Taylor tends to go first that if I just sit there and allow you know, sort of my draft position distribution to fall to me. I just take the one that's there. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because there'll be times where Christian McCaffrey will fall, you know, to the, the, the three potentially. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just take them there. And when I, you know, checking my exposure numbers, like it's quite clear, I get a decent bit of exposure to both of them. So, um, I mean, this is not best ball, obviously. I don't I, I I do have a bad habit of sort of monopolizing conversations about best ball. Um we're not gonna do that today. No, nope, I'll <laughs> keep it from that. Don't worry. I'm not a best ball player. <laughs> um uh, what is going on here? Pick four. So um just to kind of recap the next two picks this is a little bit interesting. Uh one oh two went to Justin Jefferson, um, with one oh three getting the Jonathan Taylor award there. Um thoughts on that boots? No, I I think hmm, I 
in full PPR, I think it's justifiable. But as I kind of just said, if you're drafting a lot of teams, I generally am a bit of an ADP hound where I'm going to say, um, where I'm going to say that you should probably just take Jonathan Taylor because he's the ADP guy. We're giving now if you're DD, the number three pick here, you're ecstatic because now you have a bit of a unique opportunity to build a Jonathan Taylor team that not a lot of people are going to get that opportunity uh, to have Jonathan Taylor at the three spot. It's not super crazy. You know what I mean? Especially in FFPC, which is a format that generally is a little more get your guy ish. From what I understand, people are a little, you know, people are more likely to sort of, um, you know, not, not pay attention to ADP. I will say that in FFPC, I think you're seeing a wider range of what people are using for ranking sheets in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also seeing a wider variety of styles. Um, and so you do tend to get these um, not so much detours, but just variations and even opening play um, first round of these drafts. We are, we are paused at the moment. We're waiting for the one four. The one four hasn't arrived yet, so the commissioner has decided to pause it. Uh, the league is not happy, <laughs> <laughs> but that gives us sort of an opportunity to kind of talk about some other things that you know. There's 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 so much to talk about with this format. You know, we've you and I are huge ship chasing fans, so this is sort of like our opportunity to kind of play the a format that we've seen them draft hundreds of times. So. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be pretty exciting. Um, I, I do think we're both. I mean, taking Christian McCaffrey here, you know, we're both zero RB guys. So I think this probably lends us to probably going an anchor RB type build, unless we see someone that really shouldn't be there at our next pick. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty tough. Like you know, the the whole concept of zero RB is not going into the draft. We're like, oh, I'm going to draft. And people yeah. are like, I'm going to draft four wide receivers. And, and you and I will be like, well, I'm going to draft seven wide receivers, which is probably <laughs> what the style is. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's more of being willing to know what value is related to that. And that doesn't necessarily mean wide receiver. Like this format's tight end premium. So mm-hmm. I, I think you and I are both in agreement that like an elite tight end is arguably critical but very necessary and yeah. also going to be slightly tough with the 101 spot because of that um you'll see um you'll tend to see like kelsey and andrews and uh pitts all go before the the pick will get back to us so yeah. maybe we can get lucky i kind of doubt it and we'll have to kind of adjust before we're going to do a tight end there because it's definitely something you pretty much need in this format to have a tight end that's going to hit Mm-hmm. a top three finish to to really do well in this format yeah and especially with with the way that the format is set up you know it, it, the big difference with it and like say underdog uh playoffs is that underdog playoffs you're just in an individual weekly playoff right you're playing week 15 individual game week 16 individual game week 17 individual games right this it's a combination of all of those weeks right so you're not you're you're going to feel the pain of the elite tight ends more broadly i would say right if you're just sitting there and it's like oh week 17 i didn't get an elite tight end i just have to sort of hope that they don't have a good week right i just have to sort of hope that you know travis kelsey um 
you know, doesn't have a, a doesn't pop off week 17. In this format, you don't get away with that as much because Travis Kelsey has three weeks to score 40 points. <laughs> exactly. And on the other side of it, and on a single week format for week 17, you can play a late rounder um, and hope that they hit a TD or two and that saves you or at least minimizes damage. Or in this format, you have to hope that happens for multiple weeks. And that's much more of a stretch when you're not dealing with an elite, elite tight end. Yeah, it, it's it, this format definitely, it, as I said, you can get away with it with an individual weekly playoffs. You're not going to get away with it as much when we're talking about a combination of three weeks you, where you're you're really going to feel that pain. Absolutely. Yeah. So it looks like it looks like our uh, AFK guy is is back now, potentially. So the commissioner is uh, sort of working with him about getting that set up. And it looks like he has uh, requested the commissioner take Cooper. Cooper Krupp is what he typed in chat. Uh, added an R to his name. <laughs> Let, let's be clear. Said drafter who is sitting here supposed to draft asked, is it paused as we're all waiting for him to pick? I'm expecting <laughs> great things out of this man. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, you know, Cooper Cup goes. I, I'm a pretty big, like, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup are, like, the same guy this year. Um, I don't really have, like, a huge take between the two. I mean, we're, we're talking about everyone's like, oh, you know, you could take 30% of Cooper Cup's, you know, numbers, and he would still be wide receiver one last year. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but... Well, Justin Jefferson has like basically the greatest start to any wide receiver's career ever. So <laughs> it's like we're all forgetting that he's absolutely elite too, and he's all and he's young too. So we should expect he's probably just going to get better. <laughs> so yeah. it's it, wildly exciting. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I don't think there's much different. And and I, I may be different in this. I probably put Chase in that same group. Um, just because it's that second year bump and that offense is yeah. looking to go. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I, I'm right there with you. I, I, I struggle to put Chase there just because I'm so, so high on T Higgins. And I hate saying this because people will say, you, you don't care about that because most of the time I don't because I think that when there's two elite options in a passing offense that the the sort of target shares become concentrated, right? Right. But I do think that there is going to be like a difference between Adam Thielen and Allen Robinson compared to T Higgins, who I think is only going to get better and be more elite, right? I I truly think that the Bengals have two of the most elite wide receivers in the NFL on their team. Like I re- I really think that. So I I struggle to to I think I think in some ways they they could both have a thirty percent target share like I think they're both that good. <laughs> but twenty nineteen, you look at is it twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? It was twenty twenty with uh, DK and Tyler Lockett in Seattle, and it's a very similar situation, right? Yeah, it, they, they were like they were like both over twenty eight percent or something like that. It was absurd. I remember that. That was yeah. a fun year. So uh, we're almost done with the first round here. It's, I don't think there's been anything too crazy. Travis Kelsey goes at uh, 108. Uh, like we've talked a lot about. Oh, um, here. I think we haven't read from five. So I'll read from five. So after okay. Cooper Cup, 105 went to Austin Eckler. 106, Jamar Chase. 107, Joe Mixon. 
108, Travis Kelsey. Uh, 109, Najee Harris. And the 110 was Dalvin Cook. Yes. Uh, anything interesting there? Um, I'm like noted Najee hater. <laughs> um, but uh, this seems pretty standard for the most part to me. Maybe that's... I think we should be taking Dalvin Cook before Joe Mixon and Najee Harris, probably. Um, and then, so then the next two picks go DeAndre Swift and Derrick Henry to finish out the round. I think Swift's a great pick there. I, I love I love DeAndre Swift. I think his upside is not as high as Christian McCaffrey, of course, because Christian McCaffrey's literally break fantasy. But I do think DeAndre Swift's, like, 90 percentile outcome is very, 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 very high. So I love that pick. Agreed. Um, one other thing I'm going to go back to is Joe Mixon at 107, I think is fairly interesting. I, I think ahead of like Najee, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, Eric Henry, like, I don't know if I can make that pick. And like, I, I know we've probably just talked about how on fire Cincinnati's looking to be, but like, that's not where they look to be on fire. I'm not, I might, I mean, I think Mixon will be fine, but I, I don't think that's a, like, there's a chance he could have actually picked Mixon in round two from the seventh spot. Like, Nick Mixon will fall. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. Um, I'm setting the queue now. Um, if you see me do anything um, absurd, please yell at me. Um, but I, I do think that I know you pretty well. Um, that I, I feel comfortable doing what I'm doing at this point. Um, yes, I I'm agree with what I that. see. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Uh, we start off this round, the second round, CeeDee Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Javante Williams. Now, now I was worried we were going to get into a Javante Williams discussion because, you know, I do not have a lot of Javante Williams. Um, very little Javante Williams. And I, 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 I get it. I get it. I totally understand it. My, my Javante Williams sort of thing is it's just like. I can just take. Saquon, or I can just take Swift, or I can just take Lenny. <laughs> you know, right? But I mean, I'm talking more about like if we're at two twelve, then we're gonna think about it, right? Yeah, yeah. So Kyle Pitts does go. That's pretty tragic. That's gonna put us in a situation before, here. Yeah, it goes before Mark Andrews, which then we're gonna have a talk. <laughs> oh God, someone take Mark Andrews. <laughs> we're gonna have so, a talk. Someone, please take Mark Andrews. <laughs> anyone listening is like what do you mean it's tight end premium you just talked about how important elite tight ends are now you're talking about not wanting mark andrews <laughs> so after javante saquon barkley debo samuel kyle pitts alvin kamara um that looks pretty standard to me nothing exciting yeah so yeah this is it, i think we're we're coming up here oh gosh so bruce banner once again asking for a pause <laughs> goodness um, gracious but it, it does give us a, 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 an opportunity to sort of think about our queue here i you know we're not live or anything so we can we can yeah. talk about our queue here yeah. I, I threw t higgins michael Pittman, aj brown mark andrews and darren waller right uh i oh t higgins goes all right i'm gonna i know you have a Pittman ahead of brown i that's well, fine i would definitely swap those two so are we the real question becomes, are we taking Mark Andrews over Pittman? 
I do I, think we have to, to be fair. Well, if the choice, we get both, right? We get. Uh, well, I would prefer AJ Brown, Mark Andrews. That would oh, be I my. Think... Oh, yeah. okay. So Mark Andrews goes. Hmm. All right. Now we have a talk. Now we have a talk. So I don't think Kittle or Waller come back. No, I don't think so. Uh, so Aaron AJ Jones Brown? goes. Yeah, Aaron Jones goes. Let's so AJ Brown's a lock. We're we're taking AJ Brown. Yeah, and let's use a clock here a little bit to kind of figure out what the rest of our team's looking at. I mean, I think the choice is either going another tight end and going Waller, which feels like we're. I, I think we're not. He's not going to come back. But I don't like it. No. Um, who else is available? There's like we're looking at wide receivers now. Um, um Mike Evans, Tyree Kill. Uh, Keenan Allen and DJ Moore. I I feel pretty comfortable saying that AJ Brown is 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 a He's better the, pick yeah, than most of those guys. I agree. Um, I don't like any of this right now. So can I can I lock in AJ Brown? Yes, you can. So you we will lock. have another minute. I'm going to let it go down while we think here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Tyreek Hill? I'm not thrilled about it. I, I, I am honestly way more in on um why am I blanking on his name right now? Um rookie reception from last year. Jalen Waddle. I'd watch Waddle. Yeah. yeah um, I'd rather have Waddle as well at cost for sure. Uh, to me, I, I think we emphasize so much how important the elite tight end is. Um the only other option here to me, I would I would probably think that DJ Moore is a better target earner than Tyreek Hill. People will hate me for saying that. But if I took a wide receiver, I'd prefer DJ Moore or Michael Pittman. But I would probably prefer Darren Waller above everybody else right now. Uh, I, oh my gosh, we have 15 seconds. I think... I hate Waller here. It's just too much. I think we punt. Okay. I, we, I think we go back and we go Pittman. Okay, who? who? A Pittman. Pittman. Go Pittman, yeah. Okay, that's fine. We we, well, we like we we've talked a little bit about some of the other guys later and some of the guys that we're also um, in on, you know, really late. I know we're both not mid round tight end guys, yeah. um, but there is one that I do think we both like. We're not into Schultz. We're not into Knox. We're not into um, who, who else is there? Hawk. I don't. Think, I don't think. Are you all players I don't like? So we're, I mean, I'm sure they're nice people, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you hate them. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure I would have a beer with all of them. It'd be great. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine the person you're saying is is Ghana, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Dallas Goddard has certain parts of his profile that sort of signal elite. Um, while those other guys kind of don't at this point. Um. You know, I, I saw a great a great tweet. I don't remember. I think it was JJ JJ Zacharyson. He said something along the lines of um, he said, I don't know why everyone is talking about who was playing when Amon Ross St. Brown was out there, because Amon Ross St. Brown did something that no one, none of those other players have ever done, which was demand a lot of targets. <laughs> Um, like they, they were like, I don't know why you're worried about TJ Hawkinson coming back hurting Amon Ross St. Brown because Amon Ross St. Brown looked better than TJ Hawkinson ever has, <laughs> which is totally true. <laughs> Factual. I mean, I, I'm a huge Amon Ross St. Brown guy too, so that's yeah, 
I, I feel I find myself defending him quite often. Um, so so let's talk a little bit about the the other picks that went after us. So we we started, like I said, Christian McCaffrey, AJ Brown, Michael Pittman. I'm fine with that. Those are all certified target earners. So yes. that that is that is 100% a okay with me. Um, then after after our AJ Brown, Michael Pittman turn, Leonard Fournette, Tyree Kill, Nick Chubb, Darren Waller, Travis Etienne. This is a green draft. <laughs> yeah, it is. Goodness me. So that's encouraging. Travis ETN in the middle of the third does not sound great to me. <laughs> I mean, I considered it like mentioning it at the turn for us, but like it's still just way too early. We're giving up too much value and really locking ourselves in draft. I yeah. still think we have some flexibility here. Um, and I still mm -hmm. think there's a lot of value. Um, the other thing that's notable is that uh, I think there's only let's see, there's only three teams that have gone the same position. One, uh, two teams have gone double running back open, and one team has gone double wide receiver open, and everyone else has gone one of each or a running back, and oh, I guess both situations had a tight end and something. Else. Yeah, um, but so we're we're seeing a little bit of balance so far from most people. I, yeah. I would say. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that middle round holds out. The uh, you know the wide the wide receiver rounds of now till round six. Um, but I, I'm still fairly optimistic here. This, based on how this is going, I actually kind of am gonna like the four or five turn. I think what we're gonna get out of this. Um, how this we, is going? Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um just based on sort of who I'm seeing is going to be going in that draft spot. And I'm sort of throwing them into the queue right now um, of guys that I, I definitely sort of sort of interest me at that, at that spot. I, um, I have a name you're, you haven't put yet that you're going to be excited about. Okay. I, okay. I, I have a feeling it's uh, rank 44 on your list and we can Thanks. talk about them all. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could talk about him if he if he makes it back to us. Oh I my think gosh, there's a chance at it. I oh think there's a gosh. chance at it. Don't even start with me on this guy. <laughs> I really hope he comes up to him? us. Let's name him. Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. I, I okay. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna get this out because I don't want to talk about it a ton. Uh, trade went down in my dynasty league, and I don't mean to discourage the people that were involved in it, but it might have been, in my opinion, one of the worst trades I've ever seen. It was Gabriel Davis and a second for Deontay Johnson and a third. Now, let's just get it out there. I get it. There's 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 things in Gabriel Davis's profile that are exciting to look at. And you're like, OK, he's in a good offense. He plays an outside role. The upside is there. Deontay Johnson is like one of the best wide receivers of the entire NFL. <laughs> He's what they call good at football. Um, yes, very really good at football. <laughs> He's wildly good at football, and, and I, I'm and surprised. Go ahead. He's got. I would. You. You. You were talking about this before. He's probably got a quarterback upgrade this season. It yeah. can't be a downgrade. It can't be a downgrade. <laughs> There's no way it's a downgrade. It can't be a downgrade. <laughs> So let's see. Like, go ahead and finish this out, round out. I think I got all the way to Travis Etienne. Finish finish this round cool. out. So after we really just talked about not drafting wide receivers, they all started to go. So uh, 307, Keenan Allen. 308, Mike Evans. 309, our precious DJ Moore. 
Uh, 310 was the lone green in Brees Hall. 311, Cortland Sutton. 312, Jalen Waddell. 4-1, Gabe Davis. Uh, we will talk about that in a second. 4-2 uh, <laughs> is George Kill, and that's the last of what I think is the tight end tier before it starts to drop. And the 4-3 is James Conner. Yeah, so Team 10, definitely definitely a green team, not pissing yellow, that's for sure. Team 12, kind of an interesting sort of... We have standards. Of... We have standards. No, I we promise. don't. No, we don't. Gabe <laughs> <laughs> uh, Davis at 4-1. Let's talk Gabe Davis at 4-1. Yeah, so so I I understand it. I I I can see it. I I I sort of see the there's certain per route metrics that look interesting. There's the idea that he's an outside player. I, there was a while there where I was like, oh, Jamison Crowder, Isaiah McKenzie are going to get targeted more than him. That's just kind of me just being a little bit of a hater because he's going to play the outside role while Jamison Crowder and Isaiah McKenzie are definitely those slot guys. Um, he's gonna, I think he makes more sense in best ball than he does in managed, but I know other people have sort of talked about him where in your local friendly family league, he's probably going to go in like the sixth round or something or the seventh. And Mm -hmm. then that's the only managed I'm probably interested in. We're talking about a player that's a sub, like a sub 12% target share throughout his career so far. I struggle to get there in best ball. I, I, I do it sometimes because, you know, I'm, I'm aiming for that week 17 correlation and whatnot in managed formats, unless I'm getting them late in those family friendly discount leagues. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I, I mean like the potential is there cause he's very talented and like, you should try to draft for talent, but yeah. also for, and, and like, I also see the argument for the, the four one drafting it. Cause there is zero chance Gabe Davis is coming back to five twelve. Mm-hmm. So like, as we are stuck at a turn, having to make reach for picks at times, being on a turn, they're dealing with the same thing. So like, that's likely why that happens, but that is a lot of value to give up. Um, notable, yeah. after, notable next four picks. We have our first quarterback off the board. Josh Allen going off at four Oh four feels yeah. about average for this format. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, if we're thinking about stacking options for ourselves, we're probably sort of depending on, you know, who we end up getting at this next pick. But at least right now, A.J. Brown, we're looking at, you know, Jalen Hurts goes at the, the 75th pick overall. Um, I can't do quick math in my head to say what our sixth round pick will be, but uh, it's after. Yeah, we'll start looking at that, and that might be things we start thinking about with our picks at the um, at the four or five turn. Because right now we're on, AJ, we, yeah, it's just AJ Brown really is the stackable part of this. Yeah, we also obviously Marquise Brown's coming up. He's a he's a you know a move we could get with Kyler later. Um, we also I I just throw it out there because he's also easy to sort of backdoor stack, but you know, we could also just easily stack him now as well. Patrick Mahomes, Juju Smith Schuster's not always an option, but it's really to me gonna depend on if a true elite player is here at wide receiver. And I'm probably just gonna opt to say, hey, let's see if we can get an elite QB later. Not later, but like at our next round of picks. Like uh, yeah. 
I know we're, 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 we'll get there. Well, I know yeah. who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. um, just to kind of cover, because our pick's almost up after Allen was Mike Williams at the 405. Dalton Schultz is the sixth tight end off the board in round four. Um, Jerry Judy, Justin Herbert goes uh, after that. Then Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, and Zeke. And we are up, and Deontay Johnson is still there, Boots. <laughs> that's, a, that's a smash. That is such a smash to me. I mean, I, I so again, can't... Let's use our clock because we have a full two minutes to decide this. But I agree. Deontay Johnson is a very easy pick here. Um, mm-hmm. Other options that are in this range. Uh, you have on the queue Marquise Brown, another Brown and Amon Ra, uh, Juju, uh, DK Medcalf. I'm looking mm-hmm. through to see if there's anything interesting there. Um, I'm also going to look at running backs real quick. The only running back that might be interesting is maybe J.K. Dobbins here. Um, but I still think that based on how this board has gone, there's so much wide receiver value that we should be taking wide receiver here. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely don't want to go tight end, and I don't. No. It's too early to go. I don't think it's worth going quarterback here. So let's take Deontay. Okay. Um, I and between these four, I, I'm kind of all over. I'll say the easiest to stack. You know, we we have the opportunity to stack Marquise if if um, you know Kyler comes back to us. Um, it's impossible. Also, Hertz could come back to us, so it sort of gives us those two options. But all of these guys, in my mind, are certified target earners uh, for various different reasons. Juju's more of just like a super upside kind of guy, while DK is just like a super great player, but he you know has kind of concerns. So I'm pretty open to all these guys. I could probably could be convinced. I, anybody except Brandon Cooks, who's I, the best player on the board. <laughs> so I'll talk after I make the pick. I agree that the pick is Marquise Brown. So okay. I think we can make it, and we can talk about why. Um, okay. But I, I think it's two things. One, I think that stacking is really important in this format if you're playing for upside, right? You're basically dealing with a three-week tournament at the end. Um, and so you really just need a pop if you want to hit the big numbers. Um, yeah. And so for that point, I agree that if we're going to stack, we're basically leaving ourselves to potentially stack with Kyler, potentially stack with Jalen Hurts. Um, I I like the rest of those I, i'm admittedly not a fan of metcalf i i think out of the three i think i'm way lower on metcalf than than the audience mm-hmm. but i also live in seattle and so um oh you know who we didn't talk about there that, that, that deserves a little bit of a shout out just yeah. on an upside play michael thomas mm-hmm. he, he yeah you can just... wait on that you can wait on it, though i i i would yeah. venture that he's there's an outside chance but he might be there at the six seven yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do think like I I've, I've been in on Michael Thomas all off season, and some people, you know, I was talking to people that I think are very smart. I was talking to uh, Jacob Sanderson, writes for Player Profile, and I, I've referenced him quite a few times in a lot of our best ball chats. But uh, you know, I was sort of talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I get it. You know, the upside's there." He's like, "I really just want to see a camp report that says he's healthy," uh, <laughs> or I don't know if it was it was something along those lines. But he, you know. And sure, and he's actually talked about it since then because Michael Thomas ADP is back to normal. You know, it's it's getting there. He's rising up, and he sort of talked about the the irrationality of it. That it's like, guys, we're selecting for upside, so you should have been taking Michael Thomas the whole time. <laughs> and if I Michael was. Get up, if Michael Thomas can get up to like the fourth round, the fifth round. And you have an if he can, then you have to think about the potential of taking him when it doesn't look necessarily as good in like the ninth to the tenth, knowing that it couldn't get there. Because a lot of yes. these players, like uh, if you look at, I'm just gonna throw out a random name and just trash someone, right? Like if you look at like a Christian Hawkinson. Oh, I was gonna say Christian Kirk. Like okay, there's no fine. situation in the world where Christian Kirk is gonna be a third round pick. 
yeah. right? Or a fourth round pick. I, I don't hate Christian Kirk for what it is. Like if Trevor Lawrence does things this year, like he's probably gonna be a recipient of it, right? Mm-hmm. But that there's no world where I think Christian Kirk moves up to that third round to differentiate your roster. And so yeah. like I, I definitely think that we Wow, you that. haven't considered the Christian Kirk to Tampa Bay after Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both tear their ACL week two. God, it's like you're not even thinking about this enough. That's why I don't <laughs> listen to the Dynasty chat. <laughs> this isn't Dynasty chat. This is like Galaxy Brain Best Ball Bros. <laughs> yeah, Galaxy something. Um, so after uh, just next three picks are Amon Ross, St. Brown, Brandon Cooks, and Juju go there. Um, oh, wow. Uh, it's, uh, Patrick Mahomes just went at 505. That feels about right. But to the team with Justin Herbert. (laughs) Never mind. Forgot to look at the board there. (laughs) Yikes. Um, I will throw out that like guys like Brandon Cooks, in my opinion, make extremely little to almost no sense at all in any sort of kind of yellow board or yellow team, which this person's team is. Yeah. I I mean, he has so few ceiling games. I I get, you know, he's consistent. Everyone always says, oh, he's consistent. He always beats his ADP. I don't Beating his ADP is not a... That's more valuable in 12-team leagues than 15,000-team leagues. Yes. And I don't... I just don't even know what that... Like, it's this, like... It's this sort of, like... um, I think it just makes people feel good. But let me just tell you this. I, like, like, if we're going from an expected points perspective, do you think that Brandon Cooks was that far off from Jacoby Myers last year from an expected points perspective? No. I bet they were very close. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually going to look it up right now. But... We want people that are going to be difference makers, right? People that have the opportunity to break fantasy and sort of like when we say league winners, I want as many shots at league winners as humanly possible. Yeah. So just, the other to, the other point to that one is right. And you talked about a little bit old. And so like for a team that opened Jonathan Taylor, right? And then you're like, OK, cool. They're they're definitely they've then went Mark Andrews, Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin. Right, that's a team that has kind of committed to a hero RB build, and mm-hmm. like Brandon Cooks is the last kind of player you want on a hero RB build because yeah. like you're just you're probably gonna take three more wide receivers here, right? You can so this format mm-hmm. you can play two plus two, you have two flex, so you can play four. So in theory, we're probably gonna look to take six to seven wide receivers before we get to the double double digit rounds right Mm -hmm. Um, somewhere in there based on how we're feeling based on how the board goes and how this board has gone is definitely leaning that way um and brandon cooks doesn't fit in any sort of build like that at all the difference in expected points between brandon cooks and jacoby myers was 11 points for the season the entire season yikes yep yeah so yeah. that's what I'm saying here is we we want difference makers, right? When when people say wide receiver is deep, what they're talking about are guys like that who aren't difference makers, right? Yeah. AJ Brown could be a difference maker. He has that upside. 
Marquise Brown could be a difference maker. Michael Pittman, young player, just got a huge quarterback upgrade. <laughs> uh and then Deontay Johnson is also a guy that was second in expected points last year. Second in expected points last year. We got the guy who is expected to score the second most points of any wide receiver in the entire NFL. And we got him at 4-9. Yeah. Or 4-12. 4-12. 4-1. 4-1. 4-1. I can't read. 4-12. <laughs> the end, end of the fourth round. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah um so i'm going to adjust our queue real quick cool i'm gonna read off players because we had a bunch of them go and some interesting ones too um we're just in the middle of round five to start this and we start with rashad bateman which feels okay and lamar jackson which also feels about appropriate we get to aj Dillon, which i think is a huge reach here at at five eight um followed by tj hawkinson david montgomery cam Akers. um I, I want to talk about this team on the turn on a second because they just drafted Chris Godwin and J.K. Dobbins at the 5-6 turn, and that's scary. 6-2 um, uh, went to Kyler Murray, then D.K. Metcalf finally goes at 6-3, and Darnell Mooney goes at 6-4. Let's talk about this team, too. Are this team 12? Because, goodness, that's a team. Um, yeah. That's a great team from the 12. So I'll read it out. It's, uh, they drafted in order Derek Henry, CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Waddell, Gabe Davis, Chris Godwin and J.K. Dobbins. That is a very interesting mix of value plays. Um, like J.K. Dobbins is a pretty great value at six one for how this draft usually goes. Um, yeah. uh, I'll say you know I'm going to throw out there we are talking about PPR. That's fair. I mean that's totally fair, and that's why he goes in like the fifth sixth on these, right? But like that's still good value at that point. Um, but also like that's a team that's going to build. Yeah. Right. You know, Chris Godwin, that probably if we're talking about Michael Thomas being a player that could go a few rounds earlier if get news gets better. Yeah. Like Chris Godwin's a player that could move up if if news gets better, right? And so um that's a pretty shrewd move on that part. That team can that team can be dangerous, especially um if they In playoff weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, Oh wow. Oh wow, that's that's disappointing. Well, it's not disappointing, really. It's not the build. That's a big reach, isn't it? Right, so I I think it is. I I've uh, so we had Elijah Moore go. That's not what Boots is reacting to. Um, at round six, pick six, the quarterback from the 49ers, Trey Lance, off on the a board. team with Lamar. This is two teams with double quarterback builds. Very strange. Very strange. And and there's no trading in this league, to be clear. There's no, no. trading. There's none. No. Uh and Brandon Ayuk goes right what? I mean, so I, I will say that he's stacked him with Debo. I, I would argue yeah. that Trey Lance is also a quarterback I'm less excited to stack than most quarterbacks because I think a lot of his value is solo. I don't think a lot of his value is through the air. Um yeah. or at least a lot of the outcomes I think his value is not through the air. Um I yeah. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I thrown some names in the queue here. <laughs> Are um, we gonna go Philly around the turn? Because that'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if we we want to Philadelphia pass catchers, but it wouldn't. I am fine. So I I am very much fine with holding on tight end long. I you know as much as I would like a an elite tight end in this format, I. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're in a situation where we can really push it. 
Okay. All right, let me rephrase that. I think we want, we definitely, we also probably want an elite quarterback or a quarterback can put up elite numbers and mm-hmm. a, a tight end, but I don't think we can get both in this build right now. Okay, um, I agree with you there. I would like to get one elite position, one Z here, if, yeah. if we could. Um, I am sad Michael Thomas did go. He he was going, it, the ADP was just plummeting there. So yeah. that, that sort of makes sense. Um, so hopefully Jalen Hurts, we're one pick away here. We're hoping for Jalen Hurts. Other than that here, the wide receiver has sort of thinned out, but there are two that stand out to me. Um, I'm curious to see what your thoughts on that are. Um, there's also some potential pretty high upside running backs. So I'm not really thrilled. So like running backs that are available, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. Oh, that's not on my radar. I'm oh, no, just talking about I'm looking at the top of the board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> None of these are interesting yet. Well, we had our problem solved for us because someone picked Dallas Goddard. Yeah, that was oh, nice fun. of them. Cool. So as I'm I, gonna add uh uh Devonta Smith to our queue. <laughs> for later. Um I don't think we need to be on that. No, I, I I'm just messing with you. I agree that we need a quarterback here. Um Okay. I mean if we wait, if we wait, we go what? The next, like the next pick that we could probably get is maybe a Russ at like the eight nine turn, which I'm not yeah. thrilled about. And then, no. like, if we're gonna go like just dumpster diving, maybe Dak. then we're just like hoping like yeah. a Justin Fields breaks fantasy. All or right, something. So Jalen Hurts to start to the, our clock's down to fifteen. So let's take Jalen Hurts. I love that. I I think that's probably right. I don't love it, but it's it's uh, definitely the right. It's it's the play to make. Um. Okay. And then so on the the back, I don't I'm still I'm still not really excited by the running backs here. Like you could okay. do you like Pollard? Is that is that what you're kind of like looking at? Um if I was picking <laughs> I would pick either Tony Pollard or Drake London as my my top choices. It's a little reachy on Drake London, I'm say. So like I I wouldn't mind taking Tony Pollard, but I'm open to anybody here to be honest. I'm not I'm not open to Hunter Renfro, but no. anybody else. <laughs> I mean, do we want to just take our second running back? I mean, if we our take a second, our, for, or our second, we have Christian McCaffrey. Oh, He's yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's why I'm like, maybe, yeah, we can go Tony Pollard. I don't love it, but I think that's probably it. Is that your best your best option here, you think? Over yeah. Drake yeah, I think there's a chance Drake London comes back. I'm willing to tr- risk it. Okay. God, look at us. We're so balanced. No, but I I do think so. So this is what I'll say about this because th- these are these are sort of my thoughts here. When you go, I think you want to be we. Your goal. I don't like balanced teams. That's the first thing I'm going to say. They're, they're not they're not pretty. That's for sure. But I want to be strong at one position, for sure. I want to be elite at wide receiver. Incredibly elite at wide receiver. I'd like to be elite at quarterback, and then I want to punt one of the other two, right? Because if I'm hitting on one of them, then I'm only weak in one spot, right? I think I think the best builds look weak in one spot. Yeah, I'd agree with that because that's it makes it easier for in season management too because then you really have like your marching orders like, well, how do I fix this in free agency? Okay, this is how I need to work with this. Um, yeah. And you've built in resiliency. And like, when you're like elite at wide receiver, that is one less thing you really have to worry about. Like your team, even if it's like, quote unquote, falling apart, you're, mm-hmm. 
kind of build up such a foundation that like cool i'm fine like i don't have to yeah. worry about it still um i I, I do feel a slightly weak at wide receiver how do you how are you feeling about our wide not, receivers not great bob not great um okay okay which is why i was like hesitant on the pollard pick because like i don't feel great at, at wide receiver but, but I, I, I think what we're, we're, we're what our build has lent itself to is that we need to take three wide receivers in a row, probably. At least two. At least probably. two. Yeah. I, um, I, and, and really, because we're on the 10-11 turn, we can fudge the math to do 10 to be a wide receiver, too, so you can have three. <laughs> there I'll you go. It. I'll allow it. Um, um, let's read off our again, just to, yeah. just to kind of go through. Um, so we've started Christian McCaffrey, AJ Brown, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Marquise Brown, Jalen Hurts, Tony Pollard. This is strangely feeling somewhat balanced for us right now. Not like us, by the way. Not, not like us at all. But again, like you draft kind of what the board gives you. Yeah. And I, I'm looking at the options, you know, coming up later. And we're going to sort of run into, let's see, what, what's our next pick? It's going to be... 8, 12, so 9 times 12 is what? 108. So so we're going to be looking at the 108, and I'm just kind of looking are we doing at... here? We're leaving this math editing in. Try this again. <laughs> what I do wrong? What's 8 times 12? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not 8 times 12, because it's 8, 12. So it's really 9, 1. How many rows? No. Okay, we're definitely this in now. This can be great. <laughs> How many rows are there? There's <laughs> 8 rows. There'll be eight rows completed. We'll be oh, at this we're at the end of it. So it's eight times twelve. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely leaving this in. <laughs> so so listen, it's not my listen, underdog tells me what the pick is, okay? How's that scotch doing, Boots? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm drinking uh yeah, I mean, we always talk about this. Uh tonight I am drinking some Cowila twelve. Um right. what about you? I went with my favorite, like, bang for the buck rum. I do a Dorley's XO, which I love. It's a Foursquare. Um, it makes me happy. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, sorry to the kids. Sorry to the kids, yeah. <laughs> that is probably one of my... There's there's two bits in in the, that podcast, you know, those group of yep. people. If you don't know who they are, we're talking about J.J. Zacharyson and, and Denny Carter. Sorry to the kids. Um, there, there's two bits they do. Sorry to the kids, and then, wow, politics? <laughs> <laughs> That's off-brand. <laughs> those two are, are, without a doubt, some of the funniest people well, yeah, in, in this entire space. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go. Let's uh, I'm glad to hear about your scotch. Let's uh, we'll we'll go through some more picks here just to kind of see if there's anything interesting. Yes. Um, so after Pollard, uh, Christian Kirk goes off the board. I'm happy that someone picked him up after I totally slagged him off. Uh, Andre <laughs> Stevenson, uh, Zach Ertz at the TE9, which still makes no sense to me. Nope. Uh, Drake London goes at 7-5, which is disappointing, but the way this draft is going, this kind of feels like how it is. Alan Lazard at 7 Yeah, I, I probably, <laughs> I, at that point, I probably agree. Um, Josh Jacobs at 7-7, seven, seven. Uh, Damian Pierce at 7-8, Hunter Renfro at 7-9, Joe Burrow gets off the board. Also unstacked, also unstacked. Um, at seven ten, um, seven eleven's Clyde Edwards Hilaire and the Devonta Smith goes off for the first pick at the turn for seven twelve. That that twelve team is still fantastic. It's a <laughs> nice team. It's a really nice team. Um, 
they're going to kind of be in the same situation for us about tight end, I think. I think they're really just punting. They mm-hmm. they might go Russell here. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go Russ here. That feels like oh. they went Chase. All right. Yeah, that's that that chases chase to me is is a fantastic value in my opinion. Um, just just for the upside of it all, I I do, I do think he he's a very interesting sort of pick. Because um, you know the lead back, I think in that backfield is going to be valuable. That I feel confident saying. Um, but. Is it him? I don't think we really know. I think people think people seem very confident in it. Um, I would rather just kind of grab Sony Michelle <laughs> or Raheem Mostert, <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, I think I definitely feel like at this point now, I don't want to take another running back for a while because I think there's a lot of names we can get late yeah. that have potential for booms. Yeah. Um, the running backs available in the next 20 picks are guys that when I lose out on, I do not care. Um, we're talking about the Antonio Gibson, Miles Sanders. Okay. I'll throw Kareem Hunt. He doesn't really belong on that list. Cause I, I like Kareem Hunt. I think he has a lot of upside, but like Devin Singletary, Cordell Patterson, Rashad Penny, James Cook, Kenneth Walker, uh, it's just sort of capped ceiling guys. A lot of those guys, um, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's being a little rude to Cordell Patterson who, you know, is sort of that, you know, Swiss army knife kind of guy who does have sort of some sort of interesting upside, but not really, you know, Antonio Gibson, in my opinion, for the lot, like I was, you know, banging the drums that Antonio Gibson was very overvalued last year. Um, he he's here too, another guy that's just been plummeting in the drafts, and I'm totally fine with that. One thing that 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 sort of occurred over the past like month, maybe two months now, is Ramondre Stevenson has overtaken Damian Harris um, in drafts, and it's one of those things I never expected because I think it's right. <laughs> I mean, it's right. I so I went through the phase. There's the phase where everyone's like, "Don't draft New England running backs because you never know what's going to happen." And then kind of go, "Oh, we need to talk about Team Six too." By the way, because that team all of a sudden I wasn't paying attention and looks really good. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now I'm back to the like, I don't know how interested I am in the New England backfield. Yeah. There, there's a time where like like the last like two years where I don't think that was true. But I think we're getting back to that point where New like, England is like they've always just sort of been like, oh, is this running back better than the other running back overall? Like ball in their hands at a better guy. That's cool. But this guy's like slightly better at receiving. So he's going to do all of that. You I know also what I mean? think they have a tendency to like play game flow a lot and like game opponent a lot. And which yeah. for them is really smart and like. It tends to be why people tend to chase chase them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't. It's not great for fantasy. It's not great for fantasy owners. Like it's just a tough. It's tough to own those players. So and we're I, coming up on our pick here. Um, there's a lot of rookie wide receivers I like here. I know you're not a dynasty guy. I've uh, been what studying. You, I've been studying. kind of not really, but <laughs> what are your thoughts on these guys? So let's list all. So, well, let's let's guess the players that come off the board. Uh, Hopkins, Knox, Damian Harris, Robert Woods, Amari Cooper, Russ Wilson goes at eight seven. Antonio Gibson, Kareem Hunt, Devin Singletary, 
um, pin in the board to talk about Zach Moss in like eight rounds. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Cool. Good. God, we didn't have to talk about that much. Um, <laughs> and so at this point, like looking at the board, you have like, Sky Moore is really interesting to me just because getting to share that offense is super interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Darius Tony is just like, we're talking about like, I want players that are very talented. Like, I want Kadarius Tony. He's got that dog in him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I'm. I only yeah. draft wide receivers that are certifiably insane. <laughs> and so, like, are you going to try to sell me on. Who else are you going to try? The last two names on your board. You can talk about them. Maybe George. I. Oh, Tony goes. Oh, okay. That's a shame because I would have just. But I think Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony was a smash. I thought you go boom, yeah. boom. They're good. Um, um, so Sky, Sky Moore, Moore is an easy, easy lock okay. here. Yeah, we'll hold for a second, but I agree that Sky Moore is an easy. Um, I don't like what I've kind of been seeing out of Traylon Burke so far. It's um, it's been pretty negative. With that, there's a chance he actually falls to us at the next pick. I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. That's fair, and so we can hold. I would say that based on our build, we can take some more rookies. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've got because we have Deontay, we have Marquise Brown. I yeah. think we have some. We have some room to let some some players that have build in them. So like Sky Moore, definitely 100 percent in the show. Um, okay. And then. I'm going to throw out there as well, by the way, that, you know, we don't technically have to start Sky Moore till week seven, right? Yeah. So at the at the earliest. So yeah. we're pretty safe to, like, let Sky Moore develop into that late season breakout that rookies are, are, are known to do. Yeah. So then we come up on this next pick. There are a few options here. What are you thinking? I'm pretty open to anybody. I'm going to throw a few more names on the list. Uh, I, I want to go another wide receiver. So okay. I, I appreciate that James Cook is on there. I would rather have Zach Moss as AZP. Okay. Um, I appreciate Melvin Gordon's on there. I'm not really excited about the upside on that. Okay. Um, I, 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 I think Traylon Burks, if we're looking at players that can grow, which I think that's true, I think Traylon Burks is a player that I, could be very potentially we're interested in. 14 in seconds. Like, Chris Olave or Traylon Burks? Burks. Okay, you want Burks. Okay. Mike approves of that pick, by the way. <laughs> Mike loves Traylon Burks. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not really thrilled with either. But I, I think if you look at the build, right, the build is very much like we've taken we've taken a lot of players that we I don't want to say we know what they are, but like we're confident. I, I say we have as much confidence as you can have in mm-hmm. fantasy football mm-hmm. about those players. Right. And so. This is kind of the point where, like, you're shooting for, like, what are these players that we could potentially be drafting in rounds one, two, and three in 2023? Um, and I think those are two players that could potentially be drafting in those first three rounds in 2023. Yeah. Um, Tony Pollard could be a second round pick next year. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I keep thinking about that pick. You don't, you, you don't like that pick as much because you're thinking about that you would have preferred it to be a wide receiver. It's nothing to do with Tony Pollard, right? Yes, I agree. Like, okay, that's fine. I, I kind of wish we had Kadarius Tony at 7-1, which is a reach, but, like, I think yeah. I would have rather had Tony. Um, I'll than- say, though, that 
Wandel really does slot into the slot role exceptionally well, which is exactly what Kadarius Tony was doing. So, and the Are Tony you, report, the Tony reports have not been. What, I've never what? actually heard that name pronounced. Is it Wandale? Is it Wandale? No, it's Wandale. Wandale. All right. Wandale Robinson. Yeah. Cool. yeah. All right. I love. I love our short king. <laughs> It's short king. It's short king season. All right. All you know. When I was talking about earlier, when I was saying you know strong, strong takes weekly held. Rondale, Rondale Moore was my huge guy last year, and I said, I said strong takes weekly held. Man's dust now. We're on to the next short king. Hello, Rondale Robinson. <laughs> oh, oh, boots. Oh. <laughs> All right, so more <laughs> green going off the board, which is kind of this is more of a green zone anyway. Of Sanders, Rashad Penny, James Cook, not really super excited about any of those. Um, no, um, I'm not going to do math. So you get to tell me <laughs> what number our next pick is. <laughs> well, okay, so you did the math for eight times twelve, right? Ninety six, and we've yeah. done five picks since. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering who, who, what. what eight, It'll be 10, 12, which is 11. No, it's 10 rounds full. So it's 120. It's 120. Yeah. I did it. Okay. Did. So there's, I'm going to throw some names on there. Well, you, you keep talking. Don't let me interrupt you. All right. I mean, the boards, the game's moved a little bit slower. Um, people are definitely thinking more. I'm just kind of looking through all the teams here. Um, the team, uh, we should talk about team six, who's, who's on the board, on the clock. Um, that team oh, is scary. yes. Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Travis Etienne, Jerry Judy, Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Ayuk, Alan Lazard, Russell Wilson. And yeah. a pick to be named in zero seconds. Let's see what the... Melvin the, Gordon. Melvin Gordon. That's eh. fine. I think that's fine. It's fine. I probably would have taken Cordell Patterson over Melvin Gordon. I think. I, I think I agree. I think I'm I, unsure. I'm unsure. Russ isn't the the like rushing QB he used to be. So like, but oh, Melvin yeah. Gordon also also works with the stack, I guess. But you're you're really you're really commissioner assistance requested by somebody. So I don't think that guy meant to do that auto draft on Melvin Gordon, but I don't think it's going to matter because <laughs> um, another pick has already been made. So. Um, Nope, nope, we're paused. Okay, so he, I, I think that Melvin Gordon pick was an accident, but I do, I do like that team too. I'm glad you brought it up because that is a very scary team. You know, if we're talking about like he potentially has four positions that he could have a top three player in, right? Jamar yeah. Chase, Kyle Pitts, Travis Etienne, and then Russell Wilson. That that's a very, very, very strong team. I'm gonna throw out there like that's a kind of team that I. Th- think alan lazard makes sense on because you're really not depending on him i'm never taking alan lazard there literally ever um i would take devonta smith uh, instead but um that's i'm i'm very certain that player was hoping that drake london fell one more spot right and so like he falls one more spot there and that team is is absolutely scary um you know so i'm gonna throw out there uh I, 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 when you were kind of in the middle of, you know, you talking about team six, I did notice who's available likely at our next pick. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, I knew this was coming. 
I knew this day was going to be here. As soon as we, we, as soon as, I mean, we kind of knew this before the draft. Let me, so spoiler alert, we kind of talked about this draft before we started doing it. Um, we knew not, we had not, to, not to a high degree, but like, no, like we knew that we were going to agree on a lot of things. We did. But one thing we definitely talked about in the 101 spot in a tight end premium draft is that we were likely not taking a tight end early. We were hoping that a Pitts or an even Andrews would fall. But mm-hmm. if that wasn't the case, we were that's kind of a dead zone of where you can pick up tight ends for any sort of value. Um, yeah. And so the you're talking about i'm guessing round 10 11 um you know you albert, know what you albert go. oh albert yeah. oh i'm gonna quote sean siegel because i know you like him and i like him he's a smart I'm dude gonna, really i'm smart gonna dude. quote him albert oh could be the tight end one <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that is <laughs> he said that did he not did you listen to that one i, I I did hear that. That is definitely a statement that was made. Um, he he okay. is the kind of tight end that you look at in the later rounds, right? He, he's the type that w- makes sense for our build where we need to hit a home run at the position. And, and so I'm going to ask you an open question because we genuinely haven't dis- discussed this yet. Mm-hmm. Are we looking at two tight ends, three tight ends? Because I have a feeling you're going to say three. I'm probably not going to disagree. I, I am mostly going to say, yes, we're probably going to want three in this sort of build. It also is a 20 round draft. So we really have that opportunity to take those later guys. Um, so I, I, I'm leaning three, but we'll see how the board falls to us. It's entirely possible that like we get into round 14 and we're like, wow, these guys are like really drafting some guys that don't make sense here let's let's be really dominant at another position and feel very comfortable at that position rather than take tight end just because we feel we have to um yeah i mean i if we are we do have to hit a tight end though like we do i hate we do i hate that we're in this position i think it's almost entirely unavoidable at the one-on-one I, I, I think you right. have to do you have to do bad things that there are questionable decisions to get an elite tight end. Someone has to other the the 11 other 11 people in this draft can do questionable things that can make it so we don't have to do that. But mm-hmm. it's very rare. Like Andrews was two picks away to falling to us. That would have been very questionable because yeah. Pitts and Andrews should have gone before that. But, you know. The, the closest we had an opportunity was our only mid-round acceptable tight end, which was Dallas Goddard. Yeah, and we would have been in a pickle. I actually probably would have argued we shouldn't have gone there. And we just yeah. go mainly because um, I, 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 I do. Yeah, see, like Irv Smith, like there's just no reason that like Irv Smith should be drafted in the 10th round. I'm sorry. Like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. That's the last team besides us to grab a tight end. Isn't it great um, that we talked about elite, elite tight end? Like, and then we did that, and we were the last ones to draft. Like, this is great. Great content. Um, Good job, us. <laughs> I'm going to throw out there, kind of, I, I, I talk, you know, I constantly say I love Alberto. I want to say why. Because um, it's, I, I, I think that's important to explain your takes a little bit more than just say them. Because, you yep, know, I agree. You, you shouldn't just trust me. Um, but Albert O got his way onto the field with Noah Fant, who's a pretty decent tight end, right? He got his way onto the field with Noah Fant there and then received 40 targets. And you're like, 40 targets is not a lot. 
he received 40 targets on 134 routes run, which is a 29.9% target per route run rate. That would be like third amongst all tight ends in the entire NFL. Yeah. That is insane. So not only did he get on the field with a certified target earning tight end, who's, you know, pretty decent at the position. He's generally a mid round guy, but he did it and then earned targets pretty well. Now, the camp reports are pretty mixed right now. You know, Greg Dolchich, he he was injured for a while. And, you know, the the Broncos have sort of, you know, highly indicated that they really want Greg Dolchich to be healthy. Greg Dolchich is like a third round tight end. They don't really do much here. One, I, I think I want to shoot for the moon on Albert. Oh, I could be talked out of it if you don't feel comfortable with it, obviously. This oh, no, I think, we need to go. I think we need to go on it. Like, I'm okay. totally fine with that. We... At this okay. point now, like, so just to, uh, there's a lot of picks going off the board at the end of this podcast. Uh, when you're listening to this, um, mm-hmm. we'll go to draft board links. So you can see all the picks. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um, but we're at round 10 and I see 12 tight ends off the board already, um, yeah. which kind of makes sense in tight end premium. But like, I usually kind of see that glut of tight ends that happen like two to three rounds later and seeing like, uh, Ertz in seven, Knox in eight, Fryermuth and Komet in nine, Irv Smith in ten. Irv Smith's a weird pick. Um, yeah, that's a weird one. I, I'm a little worried that people are kind of feeling that they're missing out on tight end and we'll start hitting it. Um, so I, I definitely think that. I kind of... So let's talk about... I, I think, yeah, you can move Albert to the top of the... I, okay. I think I'll, I'll throw out if we if we did miss on him or we, we do go later, guys. I think we like the same guys. I mean, I like like Gerald Everett's fine. No, 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 I think that's the next pick. I think Everett's the next pick. I want a piece of that offense if that's the case. Okay, okay. yeah. Gerald Everett, Noah Fant, David Njoku a little bit. He he's very similar to Albert O, in my opinion. That like there's a there's an interesting sort of misty ceiling that if you like squint, you can kind of see something interesting appearing. Evan Ingram, certified target earner. Um there's some very interesting running back picks going right now that are really confusing me. <laughs> so yeah, what's going off the board? Um uh, I don't so remember we, where we ended off. So uh, just to fill in on like the hot mess that is our draft partners and can't make a pick. Melvin Gordon was accidentally drafted. And so the commissioner yes. changed it to Kenneth Walker. Um, running backs. Do you want to read off the running backs that have gone off since? Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just do the running backs, honestly. Yeah. Naheem Hines. Isaiah Pacheo. Pacheo I, I have not heard Pacheco. that name yet. I, that's the name. I should I like should, a I, seventh round running back for the Chiefs, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know the name. I've seen the videos. I've watched Twitter through everyone else. <laughs> um, Alexander Madison, Khalil Herbert, which I like as a pick. I like, Sean, it. I like that. Palliston, Patterson goes uh, round 10. Brian Robinson's gone. Um, I'm going to throw out there that Khalil Herbert guy handcuffed himself. I no longer like that pick. Yeah. That's true. He, he also right. has three running backs in full PPR through 10 rounds. Uh, or sorry, three wide receivers in full PPR through 10 rounds. He and a double flex. And a double flex. And a, like, and a double flex, yeah. That's, just that's a bad pick. That's, that's this is, game-breaking, to be honest. Like, you've pretty much given up if you're not flexing two wide you play, you That guy paid the rake, unfortunately, for him. No, it's great for us, though. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's... Um, 
Can you pull up the running back queue? I'm just curious. We're okay. now in double digit rounds, so it's allowed. Um, so I do like Daryl Henderson as an upside play. Kenneth Gainwell doesn't actually make sense for us. I will throw out, I would, my preferred choice of options here, and I know like getting another Ooh. rookie would no, be a little I like weird. This. You no, like I what I did? Yeah, I like those okay. two. Talk about them. Okay, Albert O, we already talked about. But Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's yeah. a top 10 pick in the NFL. The like average, the like average year one yardage for top ten picks in the NFL is like eight hundred yards over the past ten years. <laughs> like, like, there, is there concerns about like the whole Zach Wilson thing? Yeah, sure. But I hear Joe Flacco throws a pretty oh, ball. Oh, okay, um, you can stop talking. <laughs> damn, tragic, <laughs> tragic. We put it into the world. Well, we're definitely taking Albert O here. I don't. This is Let's tough. Wide, can you look at the wide receiver queue? I'm just curious to see what's going on. Is there anybody else that's game Oh, there is one name. Well, there's one name that's interesting to me. Okay, who? Romeo. No, gosh, really? Yeah. He's like a I mean, s- fifth round guy. Like, I, I'm so I'm interested. I don't need to pick him. I, I think there's a chance he's around in uh, 10, 11 or around 12, 13. So I'm fine with okay. it. Like, um, I would rather take Wandell Robinson later than Romeo. All right, so we so we're going um, we're going running back here then. We're going Albert O for sure. Let's go ahead and lock, lock that in. Yeah. Um, are I, you in any more... way interested in Tyler Lockett? I don't think no. that I am. No, I don't I'm think not. so. Hundred percent not. I like the like shoot for the moon of Daryl Henderson. Maybe. No, I think that's the pick. I like Henderson over over Gordon there. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Like Melvin Gordon's best days are definitely behind him at this point. Like I mean, Daryl Anderson, yeah. he wasn't other, like a world beater last year. Yeah, but other options here: Kenneth Gainwell, um, no. uh, Michael Carter. We, we can't go Kenneth Gainwell with Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. Yeah, it's true. Um, Carter is the only other option that's interesting to me, but I think I'd prefer Henderson. Yeah, I, Mike is gonna love this pick too. <laughs> Drawing the heart in the air right now. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's absolutely pumped right now because we took both Trelon Burks and Daryl Henderson. Uh, but I will say he absolutely hates Jalen Hurts. So he he turned the this draft off like a while ago. Ooh, oh, I thought that just said Gardner Minshew. I just I was so lost for a moment. You Matthew decided Stafford Matthew just went. Stafford was Gardner. I don't know. I, I, I guess the EW ending, like okay, it's the EW ending. Yeah, I just. Uh, All right. <laughs> How's that Scotch boots? <laughs> it's it's great. I I've only I haven't even finished my glass, so um, I'm fine. <laughs> so so let's recap just our team as it is right now. Um, <laughs> we have Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, Daryl Henderson, Tony Pollard. AJ Brown, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman, Sky Moore, Trelon Burks, Albert O. I like it. I kind, I kind of like it. This is a team that's definitely built to pop. Like yeah. it's a team that probably plays better in the second half, which is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't feel super strong on wide receiver, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I, I think I'm with you there. I wouldn't the mind pick was wrong. the Pollard pick. You know, we live and we learn, but that that pick was not right. I but. think we should have gone Drake London there ultimately, but like yeah. there, it's possible that Drake London could have made it back to us. But that that that's that's fine. Um, even Kadarius Tony, as you you were trying to say, or you know, 
would have been kind of interesting there. It's fine. It's not a huge deal because there are other wide receivers that I I do think, you know, kind of have some sort of upside story about them. While maybe some of them aren't guys that I'm like in love with, but like, I I hate advocating for an old, but Julio Jones is at least, you know, potentially interesting. Wandell Robinson later, definitely kind of an interesting rookie play. Um, Christian Watson, also an interesting rookie play for sure. Like, like I understand that Christian Watson has been hurt, but like, why does Romeo Dobbs go like two, three rounds before Christian Watson right now? I'm fine with that. It's, I, I would like a share of, it. and I don't care if it's Romeo or Watson. It's just one of those yeah. things that team is still predicted for 10 and a half wins. You're still going to have an offense yeah. that is firing um, whether it's through Aaron Jones or who knows, mm-hmm. but like there's even, something. Even you can get pretty gross later as certified, like kind of like not, they're like not like game league winner guys, but like Robbie Anderson's get, he gets targets. Like that's kind of better than nothing, but like, these are sort of the guys that were like, we're probably like going to take like one of these sort of guys that we're talking about. And then we're taking running backs the rest of the way sort of thing. Yeah. So we have, let's see, we have nine picks left. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I can count. Good. Um, Two of those have to go to a kicker and a defense. We have seven picks left. Mm -hmm. We probably need two tight ends. Yeah. We probably want two more. Yeah. So we have five picks left to diversify. Right. And those five was probably, are you thinking probably three running back, two wide receiver, two, two, three? I would, I would potentially lean just because the round we're in, I know, I know you'll feel more comfortable with, with two, at least two wide receivers, but I would even potentially push that to say four running back, one wide receiver. I don't know how you feel about that. So that's seven. Yeah, that's that might be light. That might that be light. Might be light. I, I, oh, the problem is like we have to see, right? What's that? We have to see who's left. Yeah, um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. Yeah, um, it might be an eight five as opposed to like a seven six. This, this, this is strangely enough might be a double tight end turn. I'm now realizing it really deep. It gets really bad. Really. It's actually not great now, but um, I mean, I'm not a bye week guy, so like I'm not going to sit there and say we can't take David Njoku um, because he has the same bye as Albert O. Because I'm not like a bye week guy and say we can't do that. The other guys that I do think are interesting, I did, you know, I hate advocating for an old, but Julio Jones is at least there's an upside story there. Um, Jamal Williams, I think, is interesting just because of how good that offensive line is. Um, another one, Jacoby Myers, he's a certified target earner, so I advocate for that at all times. Um, JD McKissick, all obviously a little bit interesting. James Robinson, a little bit interesting. He's actually healthy right now, as I understand, which is pretty, pretty interesting, if you ask me. Um, and Isaiah Spiller to a lesser extent. He's actually said to be the third running back for the Chargers, but I don't really think I care about depth chart questions in week one when I'm playing for week 15. So, if that makes sense. If there's anyone else, I'm pretty open to a lot of different players as well. 
Hello? Have I lost you? Let me try with my mic unmuted. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I was trying to spare everyone from... So we haven't talked about this, but um, this is the first draft I've done three years about poker chips. Um, <laughs> I kept them away. I have not taken them out of the desk. I'm proud of I, you. I'm, it's tough. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, but I've, I have a clicky keyboard, so I muted to look up some, some information on things. Drafting, okay. I usually do that, too. But yeah, I'm back. I'm here. Okay. Um, Gerald Everett is, I, I think we have to, like, if we're talking about ADP and, like, worried about things going on, like, Jared Everett's not going to go around. Another mm-hmm. I think Njoku, I think Fan, I think both mm-hmm. of those make it one more round. I think we let him go one more. You think? Because they're, like, only three picks after Gerald Everett. So Njoku's been going, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, well, yeah, er- Everett's been going 137 in this format. Um, uh Njoku has been going 147. Um, and then Evan Ingram's been going 152. Who else? Oh, yeah, there? Evan Ingram's also an option as well. Yeah. So I was just targeting. Yeah. Why do we like Evan Ingram? Because he gets targets. Because he gets targets. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. goodness gracious. The poor people we, have to listen to our DM chat and voice now. I know, right? <laughs> Our our DM chat is like zero RB zero RB zero RB Moneyball is the greatest movie ever made zero RB zero RB and then Mean Girls is the second best. Let's and get, then Mean let's... Girls in there, yeah, 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 of, of course. course. <laughs> um, um, let's see. Uh, so Gerald Everett's definitely like our number one choice here. Um, David and Joku as well is also a decent option. Zamir White. Oh, you want to recap some of these picks? Actually, I just realized we there's, haven't done that. We have. Well, there's so many. Um, interesting. Like, yeah, people we would take that got taken: Michael Carter, Melvin Gordon, James Robinson, Zamir White. Other guys that are interesting that we would have potentially I mean, taken. Gamewell is... went. Gamewell went as well. We've actually. So a thing that's notable is we've five quarterbacks go since we've picked daryl henderson um yeah we had stafford cousins Carr, rogers fields all go between the turn which um two of those teams have quarterbacks dual quarterbacks uh yeah three no three of them three of those pick like the the team 12 which we really liked has Mm -hmm. gone irv smith Derek carr aaron Rodgers. um which i mean I I i don't love it um Justin feels the Murray player feels weird. I don't think I do you, would. Do you know what would make me love Team 12 way more? If so, they only picked one of those and then went with like. No, if they instead of going Derrick Henry, CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Waddle, Gabe Davis, Chris Godwin, J.K. Dobbins, Devonta Smith, Chase Edmonds, Alexander Madison, Irv Smith, Carr, Rogers. Wow. If instead of Derrick Henry, just go Devontae Adams. That team would be so good if they just went Devontae Adams, right? That team's scary. I was actually going to argue, like, well, I was like, Jalen Waddle, Gabe Davis, George Kittle is kind of like the spot where you're like, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I think, well, the thing is, so here's the, here's, I'll add to that. If you go, um, if you go Devontae Adams instead of Derrick Henry, I think you can then take Kittle instead of one of, waddle and davis and yeah. that team's scary that yeah seems like- i agree I, i'm totally with you there um we are coming up here pretty quickly as we've you know sort of been 
not even silently saying that we really want Gerald Everett on our next pick. Um, who is your second option here? I would say, like, I think it would be a smart idea to just shore up tight end completely. Um, but I'm pretty open to whatever. I think that's fine. Like, uh, do we think how many more tight ends are going to go and how many are we interested in? Like, we're interested. It, it dries up basically immediately. The only other tight end after uh, Noah Fanton and Joku is Evan Ingram. Yeah. I I really think going two tight ends here is probably the move, but I could probably be talked into something. Um, can we go Everett Fant then? You don't want Ninjoko? I don't think I do. I'm not okay. really thrilled with the quarterback situation. And okay, that's fine. Uh, th- th- and that sort of I mean I said I don't really care about buys and. I Pops out of me as like maybe interesting is mm-hmm. Joshua Palmer. Um, oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. But, but I also just think he's, yeah. What's that? I also think he's available in another round. Yeah, he, he could potentially he could potentially fall back to us. So yeah, let's let's take Noah Fant, certified target earner for the most part. Kind of a non important one, but it's also tight end premium we can flex to. We can play three tight ends and we're playing <laughs> That's true. I, I totally I totally didn't even think about that. But I, I do feel comfortable and this is a this is a bad reason. You shouldn't you shouldn't draft players just because it makes your team feel comfortable. Yeah. But I do think it it really to say, okay, we're we're good with tight end now. I I I'm, I feel good about that. Yeah, and I think I agree with you that like if we only take Everett there, I it gets gross fast. But like not this format. It doesn't yeah. doesn't really do anything for me. I agree. Evan Ingram was the other one that I, I thought was at least in some ways a little bit interesting. Um but yeah. I don't I didn't think he was gonna make it back to us either. I would have been fine if you would have said Evan Ingram over Noah Fant, to be fair, but um kind of an ADP move there as well. I so. mean I think I think we don't well, I mean we don't really know what we have either, right? In terms of like the like I don't think we can necessarily say that what we've seen out of Trevor Lawrence is what Trevor is, mm-hmm. right? And so like we don't necessarily I mean, we kind of know what Evan Ingram is, but we don't really know. Yeah. Um, I really don't think we know what we have out of Noah Fant with Russell Wilson there. Or we know, sorry, let's try this again. We don't know. <laughs> if, we're going to edit that out because I was like talking. I was like 
Wait, no. I meant to say. <laughs> no, we'll keep, about that. Keeping my dad bath in. We're keeping your your your. Yeah. Uh, I meant to say. <laughs> I meant to say we we have Noah Fant in a situation that he's gotten traded, and we. No. I mean, we don't know what it is. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. The whole the whole tight end situation is just awful. Um, I probably am less worried about our tight, tight end situation than you. I get that feeling. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably true, because I think it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went ahead and queued up a bunch of guys as we're coming up in the next 12 picks. I'll, I'll go ahead and recap. Since, since we took Gerald Everett and Noah Fant... Uh, Tyler Higby, Robert Tunyon, uh, KJ Osborne, Mikkel Hardman, David Njoku, and Hayden Hurst all went. Um, so yeah, we, we we were smart to 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 sort of start that tight end run because it was it was about to happen. Good call. That's yeah. a good decision. I and still now, like our situation, but at least the it could have been way worse. I mean, ultimately, you know, we can sit here. We have outs, right? We really do, right? Like, Gerald Everett could end up being a guy that scores a lot of touchdowns because he's in a very good offense, and he's, you know, he's going to be the guy, right? Albert O, the exact same thing, right? Like, there's, there's very you know, reasonable sort of scenarios where we're, we're completely fine at tight end. Um, so as we let's see how many more picks we have, I know we've already talked about this. We have seven more picks. Two of them are designated to a kicker and a defense. Um, so then we have five total picks left. And at the current moment, we have six wide receivers and three running backs. And we have five flex picks to use to fill those spots. So. Hmm. I, I definitely probably winning at these six running backs for sure. I think we I, I think you're probably right. I think we go um three eight wide, eight wide receivers, six running back. Okay. So we'll take three more running backs and two more wide receivers. Yeah. It's also gonna sort of just be like the right wide receiver. It's not just gonna be a wide receiver to take a wide receiver, yeah. but it's gonna be the wide receiver that like is a target earner with some interesting upside cases like Christian Watson's coming up, Wondell Robinson's coming up. Like, we're we're not going to take like you know Jamison Crowder just because he's going to get some targets. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm really a little bit less excited about Joshua Palmer now that, but yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it'll be all right. Um, I have an Ingram now too. Man, you were dead on right about the tight ends. Good. <laughs> I, I was very fortunate on that one to to have called that one. <laughs> I've just been in those situations in best ball drafts when when you miss them. I mean, and 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 the run hits, and you're on the the wrong end of a run. It you just you just feel like you've lost. So you know? <laughs> six tight ends in the next eleven six uh, eleven picks after it. Six of them were tight ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. KJ Hamler, interesting pick for you know, it's kind of kind of a team that we like, uh, Team Twelve. Yeah. Uh, he's interesting. I, yeah. I think I know that you know ship chasing, and I think Sean, uh, you know, stealing bananas has talked about him a little bit um, as a very interesting you know play. So that's a that's not a bad pick in my opinion. Other picks, uh, can you pull up the uh, running back list? Yes, of, I'll read them off too. 
running backs currently available that might be interesting. Isaiah Spiller, I'm less interested in, to be honest. And same with Jamal Williams, but um, Raheem Mostert, I think I'm more interested in. Um, just because I think that backfield's a little more ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl Williams, uh, I would I would rather have Eno Benjamin than I would Darryl. too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I have Eno in there, not Daryl. Cool. Right now. Good talk. Um, <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> um, yeah, like Ronald Jones, I'm not interested in. Chris Evans is fine. I would probably. Oh, he's in the queue. Good. Um, Jarek McKinnon is someone I'm interested in. Um, DeErnest is probably someone I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this. You're, I mean, I'm now looking at the queue. I'm just reading off names off the list. Like, it's very similar. Hey, look at us. <laughs> look at yeah. us. Look at us. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, had a, I mean, I, I think we have pretty similar thoughts, especially oh, no. when it comes to running back targets. Our oh. short king does go. That's yeah. Uh, he goes at fourteen uh, four. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, there, there, there's worse situations to be in. Um, I I do think it's just I mean, this is kind of a side note because we're not taking him. But man, has anyone fallen from grace more than Kenny Galladay? <laughs> <laughs> Do, My, what are the odds he goes undrafted? Oh, someone will take him. There's no way someone will take him. Surely. I mean, I I agree that someone will probably take him, but like the odds that he doesn't get taken. Are, are above zero. Are, are very funny to think about. <laughs> above zero. Oh, Eno goes. Dang. That yeah. guy. That guy's draft. Ugh, I don't. Some of these. Some of these people's drafts. I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, man, you need wide receivers. You need wide receivers in in the full PPR format. That guy that just took Eno Benjamin and Joshua Palmer just goes. Um, the guy that just took Eno Benjamin, right? He's got Mike Evans, who I think had a sub 20% target share last year, right? Yep. Mike Williams, who I'm fine with that. Kind of interesting, but he kind of disappears at random moments, strangely. Elijah Moore, I'm fine with that. And then Robert Woods, an old coming off of an ACL. I just I don't know that I'm a hundred percent like I think that team could get a lot less targets than it looks like. Yeah, and and you're gonna be in a in a tough spot with if yep. that happens. Yep, I agree. Like I and Isaiah I, McKenzie, that's their entire wide receiver room. Yeah, but, like I I don't know how you justify taking Melvin Gordon, James Robinson, and Eno Benjamin when you only have four wide receivers. That team's dead in the water. Yeah, 100%. there's there's a fair amount of teams that I think have just kind of made a botch of a ton of picks. The teams yeah. that have gone Herbert Mahomes and Lamar Jackson Trey Lands, where you can't trade, is just mm. bonkers to me. Yeah, that's bonkers. It, at least, at least team five from like a team building perspective. After going to quarterbacks, I think sort of salvaged a, a, a fair bit by taking a lot of wide receivers. Are they good? Mm, I don't really know about that. But <laughs> from a team building perspective, I do, I do think that was the right move to make. Um. Antonio Gibson, wide receiver 31 in the eighth, they also took. So I don't know about that either. Um, so we're coming up here pretty quickly. What are your thoughts on this next pick? So oh, where are right, you on the board? <laughs> yeah. So 
I think we have, in terms of running back, we have Raheem Mostert, we have mm-hmm. Deontay Foreman, Chris Evans, Dernis Johnson, um, Jarek McKinnon, Sony Michelle. I yes. think I like, out of those, I actually like Mostert and McKinnon. Um, what are your thoughts? Is I think McKinnon's likely to be at our next pick, isn't he? He's pretty know. low down there. Like I went down. Like he's ADP one ninety nine, and like we're at like one fifty. Okay, I'm f- okay. Well, we'll wait that. So then let's okay. go running back wide receiver. Except okay. I don't like either of those. <laughs> let's go. Do you agree, with Raheem? Yeah, yeah, Raheem Mostert's fine. Let's take that one for fine then. Oh, we have yeah. Let's take it. Okay. And then at wide receiver, so in full PPR, Jarvis Landry at least becomes in some ways interesting. Um, what else um, is there wide receiver wise? Can you pull up the wide receiver list? Um, Robbie Anderson, Marvin Jones. Oh my gosh, this is this is why like when people are like, oh yeah, wide receivers. Deep. This is trash, y'all. We also have Jamison Williams, but he's gonna miss like six weeks with an ACL or something like that. So yeah, I don't love any of. I think we take one, though. I do. I think we do, too. Is there anyone interesting? He scrolled down a little bit, but we have time. David there. Bell way down there. I'm interesting. Way down there, though. I'm interested. Maybe those are our last two picks or like. OK, you want to you want to get something else then? Because we got to pick soon. You can take Landry. I just hate it. <laughs> you want to you want to take Landry? I mean, what would you rather take? You pick. You make the pick. Mark I'm what about Mark Ingram? No. No. Okay, Jarvis Landry then. <laughs> okay, no more wide receivers then? Uh, yeah, take Landry. Maybe one more, but... Maybe one more, okay. Maybe one more. Okay. It's bad, though. You hated I, I that think pick. We, I think we take... Well, I don't think there was a good pick there. I don't know that there was either. I don't think so. Like, someone just took Justin Tucker. It's like, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I would have done that. I don't think I was even looking at that position. I was. I did think about Tucker for a second, but like, oh, I don't... you know what? We we don't want we don't want Don Don Foreman. I just realized we did think we didn't mention that, but we don't want Don Foreman. What happened in Carolina? I am behind on the news. We have Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, yeah, that would do it. Goodness yeah. me, pay attention. Yeah, drink more rum. Got it. <laughs> drink more rum. Got it. <laughs> I can follow the rules. Um, <laughs> um so let, let's just let's let's queue up some guys at each position that, that might make things a little bit easier for us so at running back you're not interested at all at mark ingram no eh, i kind of am but that's that's fine so well, sony so michelle your, is no your, longer interesting have your case for mark ingram i'm willing to listen i just i was on I the mean, clock we've seen it right? we've seen it haven't we 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 saw it two years ago when mark ingram and kurt uh, uh years ago long time in running back terms yeah it is but i mean it's it's the exact same thing basically it's just the quarterback's a lot worse <laughs> how old is mark ingram he's old he, he's very old it, i'm not it's not something we have to do at all there, there's see, other yeah, running backs that we, I, we do like like i actually really like mckinnon um i think that's a situation go really well like I you look want, at- i want mckinnon at our next pick really bad <laughs> so i would argue we probably should have taken mckinnon that's just okay. I still think we can do it. Um, I, I think McKinnon goes top of the key. Oh my gosh. Ah. <laughs> hey, guess what, everybody? I'm vomiting all over myself right now. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's other options. You're just going to hate them. Uh, as I just put a mirror. Right. What? 
there's other options I like. I put a mirror Abdullah in there. Um, I would like uh, to add him off the list. Okay. I'll throw in Jalen Warren as a slightly interesting guy. He seems like all the reports sort of indicate that he's likely the backup in Pitt. So that's in in many ways sort of interesting. You're going to really hate some of these other guys, but as a best ball guy, these are guys I'm really getting a lot of sometimes. But Matt Breida, he seems like he's going to probably end up being the backup to Saquon, who's not exactly the cleanest bill of health. In some ways, Ty Montgomery, there's a lot of word that he's going to have yeah. a, a decent role in that camp. Kyron Williams, uh, no, doesn't really work for our build. Um, kind of All right, really... that's a list of eight, right? So the running backs on the list right now are Chris Evans, Jonas Johnson. Johnson, yeah. goodness, why did I say Johnston? It's not, there's no T there. I'm going to throw that one on there, too. You probably might not like that one as much. but I do not like that one. Yeah. Didn't he just right. cut? Didn't he just he get did. cut? He did. Right. See if the <laughs> viewers at home you get to play along. We record this on Tuesday, August twenty third. Can you he figure literally out got cut today? He literally <laughs> got cut today. He's gonna get picked up. All right, he is. That's not even. That's not even like cope. He is gonna get picked up. Unless he's like really, really bad. But he got cleared to practice. So unless they shouldn't have cleared him, he's healthy. I'm telling you right now, he's not gonna get picked up. He's going. It's Kenyon Drake, by the way. We've, we've, if you didn't guess it by then, like, you can be fine. You weren't going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, Chris Evans, Darnett Johnson, Daryl Williams, Amir Adula, Zach Moss, Jalen Warren, Matt Breida, Ty Montgomery, and I'm not reading Kenyon. <laughs> okay, I'll take him off the list. Thank you. I'll say, like, it's okay <laughs> that we're really this far dumpster diving because we really did get three pr- pretty good running backs. Right. I'm happy with the four we have right now. We have Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, Daryl Henderson, mm-hmm. Raheem Mostert. I am mm-hmm. feel confident that we can get. I mean, clearly, I'm fine with Christian McCaffrey. This is. Oh, you are. I am. Believe it or not. <laughs> um, but I think we can make one of the other three work in the running back two. Um, yeah. And I I want to take options, and I feel like. Uh, I don't know. Let's look at let's look at these wide receivers that are available. Tell me who's in any way interested interesting to you. I'm gonna throw out there Robbie Anderson. I, I do think he is a bit of a target earner. Marvin Jones, kind of, but not to to a much lesser extent on Marvin Jones. Um if you really want to shoot for the moon, Will Fuller or, or Odell. I don't want to shoot for the moon. <laughs> so not Will Fuller, not Odell. No. Um and David Bell. Oh, David Bell. There you go. That's what, oh, that's what I was waiting to get there. D- D- David Bell. <laughs> David Bell should be, honestly, our next pick. <laughs> I think that's our last wide receiver pick. Yes, it is. I think it is. Yeah. So that's yeah. easy enough. Um, and so... Uh, there's no tight ends we need to worry about. <laughs> Tell me about your kicker takes. <laughs> so what I've been doing is... I mean, that... I'll read the list of rankings. Evan McPherson, Harrison Butker, Daniel Carson, Tyler Bass, Matt Gay, and the rest of the name. Yeah. I mean, I the other that. names are fine. The other names are just fine. That's what it is. Like, yeah. I I would just say pick pick somebody on a good offense. To be honest. Like, pick Matt Gay or, or pick Tyler Bass. What's wrong with Tyler Bass? Sure. Great name. Great name. Tyler Bass. He's, uh, he's in Buffalo. Perfect. It's yep. a good offense. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been kind of going like 
Harrison Bunker. Good offense. Great. <laughs> yep. Who's been going off on? Uh, there's a few default. Five defenses draft already. Goodness gracious. Let's look at those. Who's available left? So I'll read off the defense I've been drafted because this is a concept. Uh, we're in the 15th, 16th round here. Uh, mm-hmm. So far, we've had San Francisco, Buffalo, Indianapolis, Tampa Bay, and the Rams drafted yeah. with rounds to go. So mm-hmm. that's a thing. Um, I, I I will tell you, I've been leaning to a lot of uh, Baltimore um, to draft okay. and playing that out. Yeah. Uh, the the other one that got mentioned recently that was interesting was the darling from last year, which was Carolina. Car- what was Carolina's schedule opening? Sorry, that's for the interesting clicking. one as well. I would throw out there. I I you know they're probably not going to be there when we're picking a defense, but <laughs> Dallas and and Denver at least in some ways kind of interesting. I am definitely with you on Baltimore though. I really like that Los Angeles Chargers. There's no team I can think of that didn't bolster their defense as much as Los Angeles Chargers did. They added Khalil Mack. They signed Derwin James to it a huge extension. Like they have big defensive playmakers, right? And that's really yeah. what you want. So that's another team I'm totally fine with. Um, Pittsburgh has defensive playmakers to a lesser extent. Philadelphia has a fantastic defensive line, if I recall correctly. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty open to a lot of those sort of teams. I really don't. I don't know that I want to dumpster dive for a defense. I don't know that. I, I don't think we have to. I, I mean, yeah. I say that, and we have teams that have Herbert and Mahomes on their team, and Lamar <laughs> Jackson, Trey Lance. So, like, maybe they do double double defense. Who knows? But yeah. I, I'm very happy. Like, I would honestly take kicker before defense. Yeah, I think we should too. Right, I, I completely agree with that. So the other thing I've thought about in this is that we've had five teams, fifteen rounds. So I would say there are five teams absolutely not looking to stream. So. Yeah. I think this format is leaned a bit toward allowing streaming. They tend to be point focused. Um, and so whenever you have defenses point focused as opposed to stat focused, you tend to look at streaming more. Um, yeah. And so in that situation, I we have five teams that aren't are pretty much clearly not streaming and and a format that allows us to stream. And so I think probably just stream. Yeah. Um. I'm going to throw out a name in our next pick that's not on the list. And you can just say no, because he is sounds like he's potentially a roster bubble guy. So I want you to read the name out and then I will react. But the upside is very there for this point in the draft. And that's Ronald Jones. (laughs) Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's interesting. So like that's that's a very common. So the thing about Ronald Jones from a construction standpoint, is mm-hmm. that you know very quickly what Ronald Jones is going to do. Like, you yeah, know, like if he's cut, we're just playing waivers on him. That's fine, right? Yeah. yeah, if he's not cut, what happens, right? Like, it's or like what happens if he has a role? That's a that I you kind of cut out there. That's a player you know what happens in week one. Um, yeah, I, I think you make a great point there that, that if he's not the if he's not, you know we're going to know very fast and we can adjust. Right. Right. Cause you need spaces on your roster to be able to, to rotate and shuffle through, especially week one where that's where all the breakouts that you're predicting happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like that's like the draft board looks great until week one comes. And then your team looks terrible. Right. I mean, I was, 
I was listening to an established the edge podcast that had Pat Crane and Peter Overzet, and they were talking about the week one running backs the last year that were the the sort of uh, waiver darlings. And it was like Miles Gaskins, Eliza Mitch, Elijah Mitchell and stuff like that. And if you remember, Elijah Mitchell was going for basically 100 percent of fab. Like, oh, yeah. He, like you had to give all of your fab for Elijah Mitchell. So reacting fast to, you know, you know, is very important in this sort of format. So it, as we're coming up here, I th- think we're likely looking at two running backs here. There's a good chance David Bell is available at our next pick, although I would be just devastated if he was taken before us, but his ADP is quite low. So I, I would, don't think at this point we should take David Bell. I think you don't think it's worth the risk. No. Okay. So the other, what I was going to recommend was Ronald Jones, Chris Evans. So would you say Ronald Jones, David Bell? Yeah. Okay. And so like the, and, and so with the caveat of that, I really hope that Zach Moss comes around in round 18. Cause I, I think that offense is a, that's one we want to attack. It's it's an yeah, offense we want to we attack. Have Twenty-two picks before that comes up. So let's let's lock in Ronald Jones, David Bell, and then, okay. um, and then we'll talk about why I think. Well, what's interesting about Zach Moss from like a super perspective? Okay. Um, oh man, I saw Mar- Marlon Mack pop up, and I thought I took clicked the wrong person. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, David Bell, Ronald Jones, and David Bell. We would be that person that was reaching out to the. Hey, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd we'd be, typing, we'd be typing really fast if I took Marlon Mack. Yeah, um, <laughs> people forget that Marlon Mack was on pace for seventeen hundred and ninety-two yards uh, in twenty twenty. I, I knew I was walking into that, and yet I still just let it happen. Gosh darn it! You, yeah, Pelt is so proud of me right now. <laughs> um, so Zach Moss, like, it's a like the thing is like you're trying to look at signals. Uh-huh. right and like they haven't they've keep giving him chances after injury yeah. right multiple times and like when he's not injured they use him and he's been getting opportunities on the goal line and i hate to say like in because like preseason's stupid but like <laughs> he's clearly they're clearly like using him in a sense but also again if we're talking about players that like we need to know really quickly whether or not do things with them. Well, Zach no. Moss is another one because that team is going to score points very quickly. And if they if they have a like, we're going to see very quickly what kind of zone touches that Zach Moss gets. And if he doesn't get like a few, and yeah. like, even get like two in like week one, like that's an easy cut, easy cut. Yeah, we'll um, we'll know very fast. Yeah, and that's what you need out of these last picks. You need picks that you have to know really quickly whether or not you can do something or you can't. Yep. And I think Zach Moss fits that. Like, I worry about, like, Ty Montgomery, Amir Abdullah. Like, I worry that we won't know what those players are. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I do have the order that I think I prefer these guys in, which is Zach Moss, Amir Abdullah, Ty Montgomery, Dearness Johnson, Jalen Warren, Matt Breida. Uh, the, the decision potentially could end up being made for us, but I, w- I would probably, I think I'm with you on Zach Moss. Um, I do think we maybe I'm too low on Dearness Johnson. I potentially should move him up, but we'll, we'll see what ends up happening as sort of that comes. We, this will be our last running back pick. And then we need to go ahead and take a defense and a kicker and, or 
a kicker. So, yeah, I think we go kicker first, I think. So we've only had three kickers go off the board so far. We've only had Tucker mm-hmm. go off the board. I think there's more edge that we can... I mean, it depends what comes back to us, but I think there's more edge in getting a kicker here than there is in getting a here. Um, yeah, I'm going to ask you a question that I should know the answer to, and what's our defensive scoring situation look like? It's it's kind of points heavy. Um, so so if we if, if the team's getting scored on, that's really bad. They're yeah. punished. Okay, yeah. I was going to say KC in in the past has been one of those teams that it was okay that they were getting scored on because they were always getting sacks and interceptions. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like this isn't a format that's going to kind of be okay with that. So. I'll, I'll pull up. Let me pull up the scoring just to kind of read off for them. Yeah, because I, I, it's one of those things I should know, but um, kind of reading through a little bit of it myself right now. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, there's pretty, pretty big bonuses that you receive if there's if you're there holding a team to less than 10 points. Yeah. So yeah. we we probably want to try and capture those as much as possible. So which um, makes me lean towards streaming. So it's a point yeah. for sack, two points, only two points for a blocked punt or field goal. It's not um, two points for takeaways, which are interception or fumbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, six points for a TD, two points for blocked extra points, two points, five points for a safety, 12 points for a shutout. Um, Eight points for allowing between one and six, and five points for allowing between seven and ten. That is it. So you are a hundred percent, I think, targeting like this is actually more extreme than I thought. This is definitely like yeah, you you need you need a team that's that's shutting people out. Basically. Yeah, and and we're gonna have to kind of think about that for when we attack playoffs because um, man, that makes me really hesitant on Los Angeles, and it makes me really think that Baltimore is a, a play to make. I'm fine with that. Because I'm sitting there thinking Los Angeles literally plays in the division that's going to have the highest scoring of any division in football. Yeah, like I agree. Like, I mean, how could they not? And Baltimore <laughs> plays in a division with rookie quarterbacks. And yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. And like, you know, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man, these last rounds, I feel like they're going a little slower. Maybe just me digging deep, digging How- deep. Yeah, we have three picks left. Let's go ahead and recap our team here. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to be quick with it. Christian McCaffrey, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Marquise Brown, Jalen Hurts, Tony Pollard, Sky Moore, Trelon Burks, Albert O. Daryl Henderson, Gerald Everett, Noah Fant, Raheem Mostert, Jarvis Landry, Ronald Jones, David Bell. Um, I feel better about our wide receiver situation with our final two picks that we made. I, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I do think that I do feel better about how this team did sort of end up. Um, I feel like we fixed it a bit. I'm still like... You really wish Tony Pollard was a wide receiver. Yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> but, you know, you live and you learn. You live um, and you learn. Yeah. It's it's not bad. I And and like no. I say, this, there are situations where Tony Pollard is league winning. Yeah, like, it, it, we, we, I don't want to besmirch Tony Pollard because oh, like, yeah. he, could, he could quite literally, like I said, be a second round pick next year. <laughs> it's the like, kind of pick 
I wish if we had Tony Pollard on this team, I wish we had Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson on. Oh, yeah. You wish there was more of an anchor at the wide receiver position. Yes. Basically. I yep. see. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I fine. Do, I do like the, the sort of stack that we did get, the main stack. We really only got one one major stack, and that was Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. But, I mean, really, that's a team that you're only stacking one, you know, primary pass catcher. You're not... I mean, we we sort of talked about it. We, you know, there was almost an opportunity to take Dallas Goddard there, and we we were like, no, we're probably not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I don't think that's like that's not a team I would double stack on, and I'm not a huge double stacking and redraft in this format. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I think you kind of take the luck there and just try to like because you're trying to basically you're stacking for the highs and we do 17 with this format. So yeah. I mean, I guess there's some value in double stack. Honestly, based on how other teams have gone, I feel even more confident in ours. There are some literally bad teams here. Like there, I definitely don't, we're not we're not the worst team here. Like, no, I mean we, we have we have teams that you know took Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Trey Lance, and then we have you know Team Twelve who we liked their start, and then they just kind of punted it all away by taking Irv Smith, Austin Hooper, Brevin, Jordan, Logan Thomas, and then Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I, I am confused by... They got, they got scared. And I, like, I appreciate yeah. that. It's not the worst thing. Like, I, I don't know. That that one bothers me less. Like, that, that's definitely, like, it's a rainbow of a second half of the draft and, like, probably mm. not necessary, but... Wow, we went. I would take I would take our tight end situation over theirs a hundred percent of the time. Oh, I agree. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Like, if you're I, punting tight end, we did it right. I'm I'm throwing that out right now. <laughs> yeah, like if you're punting tight end, like especially the uh, Everett Fant turn was mm-hmm. pretty inspiring. Oh, we have a pick. Let me yes. stop talking about. So here. so we we know we're taking Zach Moss. That that's the easy move here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and kick out all of these other running backs. I will see them in the uh, waiver wire when Zach Moss is cut. <laughs> so uh, kicker, right? I mean, I think it's pretty easy to say Dustin Hopkins for Los Angeles seems like a good move or Matt Prater. I'm fine with either of those. Yeah. The question is, would are you more excited about it or are you more excited about Because the thing is, like, how many kickers are gone already? There's only one, two. Three, four teams that don't have kickers. Yeah, we've had nine kickers so far, by the way. So do you almost think it makes more sense to take a defense, or what are you thinking? I kind of am. Like, I'm I'm more worried, like... I In that case, I, I think we should easily take Baltimore over Dallas, because we got to remember, our primary stack plays Dallas twice a year. Yeah, I think I... Well, and we might stream this, too, so I don't think I'm too... Eh. I, you know what? I'll defer to you. I, I think I would... I would take Dustin Hopkins or the Baltimore defense. That That's what I would do. Where is a coin? Oh, I yeah, would have yeah. a poker chip, but they're gone. Um, <laughs> I don't think... Uh, random number generator. Okay. The wheel. It's too late. For the random wheel. number generator. Uh, over 50, we're taking the defense. Under 50, we're taking the kicker. Okay? This is how you do random... <laughs> 56 over 50 what'd i say i already forgot <laughs> i think i think i said defense over 50 so cool. we're taking baltimore defense does that sound fine to you 
Yes, I'm so confused about. Yes, take the Baltimore defense. How are you bothered by by how I did a random number generator right there? Why wouldn't you do like one to two? You do one and two. One is the defense, and two is the kicker. Or any? Why are we doing one to a hundred? What is this? Do you know? Do you know who I stole that from? You're, you're gonna laugh when you're gonna laugh so much. That exact thing, the zero to a hundred to decide if you're doing something, and the like per, what. what? player is this is this a poker daniel player Negrano. it's daniel negrano <laughs> gracious you knew it was that? a poker player the moment i started talking deleting this account now <laughs> refunding the team i'm so sorry everyone i've wasted all of your time <laughs> no i mean I, I i like the baltimore defense i i think that they yeah, literally went pretty heavy in the early draft. They took a a, a Kyle Hamilton, I want to say, fell to them in the NFL draft. And like he was like the top safety in the entire thing. They have big play uh, cornerbacks um, in. Oh, gosh, I should know his name because he played for the Chiefs. Oh, gosh, this is so terrible. What's his name? What's his name? Oh, no. Marcus Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters. There he is. So um, the Ravens open against the Jets and then the Dolphins and then the Patriots. Um, and so I think we'll, the Jets, I think, especially the Flacco Jets. I'm, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we're starting, we're starting the Ravens against Flacco. <laughs> I heard he's elite though. I did hear that. You hear a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, the other thing is, like, you'll probably have a good idea what the Dolphins like after week two, after week mm-hmm. one. Who's Dolphins? Yeah. I forget. Well, I'm going to throw out there as well. We're definitely not going to hold them this long because that would be literally crazy. Their playoff schedule is pretty nice because it does include Mariota and whatever the Pittsburgh situation is. So <laughs> who knows? Who um, knows? kickers my oh it, it would literally force i didn't I, I never realized this it literally forces us to fill every position so we, oh, yeah. we could only take kickers um i do think there's some pretty interesting options i i, I would love for justin hopkins to fall to us um and he kind might. of interestingly enough now thinking about it considering that you can it seems like you can only take one of these based on the format Mm-hmm. Oh no! It will let you take two kickers because oh, yeah. team... someone already did. <laughs> someone already did. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to say how I feel about that. Um, Why not? It's round 19. <laughs> I guess multiple drinks is great evening. <laughs> this has been fantastic. I mean, I, I think I DM'd you earlier today, and I think I said something along the lines of, if we stack Trey Lance. Jalen Hurts, or who else was there? There was one other quarterback there. I said, if we stack one of these guys, I will be happy. Was it Russ? It might. It was Russ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, if we stack one of these guys, I'm going to be happy. We went like a mostly, you know, sort of anchor sort of build. Other than, you know, I know you're gonna you're you're gonna lose sleep over Tony Pollard. I already know it. <laughs> and you know what's gonna happen. Like, I'm going to listen to this in, like, two months from now, and Tony Pollard's going to be, like, the running back three in the NFL. I'm gonna, <laughs> great. He's going to be a league winner. Hey, listen, there you can find a, a million ways Tony Pollard 
Oh, absolutely. Shopping off for this team. Absolutely. Um, like that's not a that's not necessarily like it's not a bad pick. That's like that's the thing about like uh, zero RB builds. Like yeah. in like you kind of have to think about how the team construction is, right? And mm-hmm. like I look at that team and I'm like, well, Tony Pollard isn't kind of the pick they should make there. I I wish we had, had one more like I wish we had one more good um wide receiver there, and then we could have taken like you know any option. Well, I guess the running backs weren't great afterwards but like running backs weren't great like we we caught kind of sort of the the like top or or sort sort of like it got bad quick is what i'm is what i'm getting at here yeah you're walking me off the edge here (laughs) good because like would we really we weren't going to take miles sanders and then like it was like oh rashad penny james cook Kenneth Walker, are we really gonna like? Were we? Would we have really been excited about any of those guys? Maybe James Cook, but like you wanted Zach Moss late, so like no. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, like I mean, at, if if we got to nine, I would have probably argued Leo Herbert, maybe. Um, oh yeah, man, he going at the ten. Yeah, I forgot that guy handcuffed himself. I'm still weird about that. Yeah. Um, Honestly, compared, man, having seen ship chasing drafts on FFPC, gosh, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah, this is fine. I mean, like, it's very interesting the number of like, drafts here that have zero chance of actually cashing. Dude, look at Team 5, the team that went two quarterbacks early with Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, and then went two kickers late in Harrison Butker and Brandon McManus. Then took Jameis Winston, and guess what? They only have two. Uh, okay, never mind. They do. They, they they do have Darren Waller. Okay, so they have two tight ends. But yeah, that team is. Yikes! Okay. It's it's not their great. wide receiver one is it's Adam Thielen. Yeah, that's... arguably their wide receiver one is Drake. But like... yeah, they're, I was gonna say their wide receiver one is Drake London, and yeah. Yeah, and I was pretty bummed when they there. took when they took Christian Watson from us. I was pretty bummed. I'm gonna throw That's that. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, we had the we had the Mister. Oh, we you know what? This was smart because we left the kicker for the end, so we actually have a Mister relative that's not a defense. That always bums me out. When it's a defense. Yeah, it's not a person. Oh yeah, sure that makes sense. That should be a person. Yeah, that makes sense. I really don't want to take Mason Crosby. I no, really hope we don't. Do we. I, don't want to do that at all. I think I'd rather take Robbie Gold, but he's also old, so I don't really want to do that either. Is there anyone? Oh, Brett Mayer. There we go. Yeah, someone, someone that. young that plays in a dome. There we yeah. go. I'm fine with that. I mean, yeah, like they're... the options still here are fine. It's Nick Folk, uh, Young Ho Ku, or Ku Young Ho. I don't like this whole like American. His name is Ku. Um, His name's Ku Young Ho. Is it really? I mean, usually in South Korean. Name first, oh, right? okay. Yeah, so huh. this is this is what I bring to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is this is why we bring the trivia guy on here. Yeah, um, Jake Elliott, Robbie Gould, Jason Sanders, Will Lutz, Chris Possible. Never mind that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Brett no. Maher, Crosby. Like, I'm I don't not really taking care. Crosby. I don't, I no, don't really know. I don't, I don't care about any of those. Like, it's just like it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know, like I think I think ultimately I'm just sitting there and I'm basing it off of the offense and I'm just going to be like, 
I'm kind of like, okay, Miami could be really good, so there's a lot of opportunity there. Same with New Orleans, like could be decent. Same with Dallas, same with New England. It's just like, okay, you know, I guess we could look at like week one situations, but honestly, it's like, am I really going to do that? I really don't know. Like week one, Miami plays New England. Okay, so they're pro. If anything, you can make an argument there and say, okay, Jason Sanders, week one, Miami. There's a good chance that New England, you know, really does a great job at, you know, not letting them score. <laughs> so they're forced to kick a lot. I don't know. You, you can come up with a million different scenarios to sort of justify kickers, in my opinion. Like, uh, it's, it's us. Okay. What do you want? Okay. So we've made a mistake and we should have had the wheel set. That's on. Oh, no, we, we have 50 seconds. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to put these guys in a wheel. It's Jason Sand. So Sanders, yeah, okay. Lutz, Maher, Folk. Sanders, yep. Lutz, Maher, Folk. All right, yep. so we got a wheel here. We got 30 seconds. Here we go, spinning the wheel. Okay, Jason Sanders. So that's fine. He was the first name in my queue. There's a lot of different reasons to say that Jason Sanders is going to be a good kicker this year. And it's one of those things that like it really doesn't matter. <laughs> so let's let's recap our team here. I, I'm fine with this team. I, I'm, I'm, it's growing on me. It's growing. It's on growing me. on you. You're, you're getting better at it. You're, you'll be OK. Um, I'm going to see if anything looks different on the league homepage when we sort of okay so our roster does show up that's kind of cool i don't know what that sa button does i'm too scared to press it though okay let's go <laughs> you, you recap our roster for us <laughs> me all right yeah. so at quarterback we have jalen hurts uh running backs we've gone with christian mccaffrey tony pollard daryl henderson Mostert, ronald jones and zach moss at wide receiver, we have gone with A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Marquise Brown, Sky Moore, Trelon Burks, Jarvis Landry, Dave Bell. Uh, we went for a three tight end set. And oh my gosh, you're going to make fun his name. And I should have learned this, and that's on me. Alberto. Uh, no, I mean, it's inappropriate to name. Like, they made the NFL. You should be able to name this one. It's so, true. It's true. <clears throat> Oquibunum. There we go. Albert Oquibunum, right? Um, yes. yep. Uh, Gerald Everett, no offense. Um, and then we have a kicker and a defense. I guess we can name it. So we have right now, we have Jason kicker, uh, the Baltimore defense. Who knows what will happen in a week? Um, yeah. but yeah, that's our team. How do you feel, Boots? How is this? This is fun for the record. Like, it was a hot mess, but man, I like driving with you. No, that was really fun. I mean, I, I knew that we wouldn't have too many issues with us drafting together. We have very similar feelings on a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely disliked the Tony Pollard pick a lot more than I did. I thought it was fine, ultimately. I mean, missing out on Drake London makes me a little bit sad. That was the only other person I was considering there. Um, and in what what would that have done to our build? So this is an interesting sort of thought experiment. What would that have done to our build if we would have taken Drake London over Tony Pollard? Really, the only difference is we probably just don't take Jarvis Landry later. And who are we taking instead? Uh, Daryl Williams. You, you know, like I, it, I don't think it would have drastically affected. We would have we would have taken uh, Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon. Oh. 
Oh yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> we probably would have taken Jarek McKinnon. So that that does become sad. Yeah. yeah. All right. So so it does become sad that we we. But you, you know, Tony, Tony Pollard's upside is is really 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 good, and he yeah. has he has <clears throat> incredibly high contingent value in general. But like he has standalone value as well. So like it's it's pretty. I think it's I think it's fine. Um, yeah. I I like the team. I love the wide receivers. Um, like I really think our first six. Let me let me think about this. I think our first thirteen picks look fantastic. That's what I'm gonna say. Our first thirteen picks, I love. I I think that those picks, and after that, it's just a bunch of guys that we're gonna learn really quick if they're gonna stay on the team or not. Honestly, well, that, I mean that's, that's what the- I like about those late picks, though. Like those are the kind of things that, like, best ball and redraft. And this is a redraft, so we get to talk about it every week. And I get to remind you that man, I wish we didn't draft Tony. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't um, wait. <laughs> oh, no. But seriously, like, that's the kind of thing, like, everyone focuses on drafts so much. Like, I think I'm pretty notable in that I don't mock at all. Yeah. Um, no. and I think it's silly. I actually think it's detrimental to drafting. Um, And I think it it lends yourself to thinking about teams the that wrong That look pretty. That look pretty. Or to think about building the teams the wrong way. Because a lot of this is built in, um, in you know, actually week by week right like there's so mm-hmm. much if you look at your team at the end of the season it looks it doesn't like very often at least half your team looks different right and it's because yeah. there's injuries and it's because players don't perform as they're supposed to and other players perform really well you don't think about, right mm-hmm. and so a lot of roster construction well how do i build a team that i can make those decisions and players like Ron jones and zach moss and raheem mm-hmm. mostert even those are all players i think we know very quickly if we need to cut bait on them and we yeah. can I, like Ronald Jones and Zach like, Ronald Jones, we could do before. like he could very well get cut and that's, yeah, he, he could be easily no doubt cut. Right. And then, you know, instantly you're a, a, right. Um, and those are the kind of things, you know, to like build your roster because like, even like this is a tournament format. Right. And so mm-hmm. like getting to the top four and in, in through 12 weeks is important. But even more so is like where you win money is winning weeks 13 and 14 and doing well in 15, 16, 17. So you want teams that build, right? Mm-hmm. And that's also true in your home league redraft, right? Like you, especially in home league team redraft, like those are teams you can work your way through to like lots of people just don't care. Like people, teams drop off and lose interest and don't focus on waiver wires. Like you want to be able to build a team that really peaks near the end when people are tired and not thinking. Yes, And so um, those are the kind of like build decisions you think about in building a team that aren't encapsulated, encapsulated in rankings and they aren't really encapsulated. Or like, mocks. And they, and, or mocks. And they can't be. Like yeah. team builds are different. And, and like there are team builds like where we absolutely should be taking someone like um, a, a Paris Campbell, right? And like yeah. our team build was not. Like no. Paris Campbell was the furthest thing we should have on this team, right? Um, but to be fair, teams- I think I think that like a guy like Jarvis Landry only made sense because Skyborn and Trelon Burks were the were the two picks before him. That I, I think I agree with you. Um, I'm a little like I aware I'm aware that I'm a little biased about like all the around Jarvis Landry. Yeah, you know, like Jarvis Landry is Jarvis Landry. You know exactly what you're getting at, that, right? Yeah. Like, 
you know, like I, he, I just I just like, OK, if if these rookies aren't panning out, getting a guy that's just going to be like a low floor play at that point, I guess I'm OK with if he's just filling in as a bye week guy because our other four wide receivers are popping off. Yeah, you know? he's also a week 14 bye, which is nice as we are not really you can actually buy spots, you know, like, yeah, in this format. Oh, we did not think much about buys, but uh, we mostly I, I avoided the serious ones. I think no, I was thinking about it. I didn't speak up about it because we kind of avoided it. So like all our picks yeah. were like, well, these don't matter with bye weeks, so it's fine. Like yeah. uh, the only weeks that are like trouble are 13, 14, which are like those are weeks where if we're in 13, 14, it matters like cool. we're pretty happy <laughs> in general. Right. You know, like yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of how I think you have to approach this format a lot is like you kind of go into week 13, 14 and see if you can get lucky. Cause mm-hmm. there is a fair amount of money in 13, 14. Like yeah. First, first place for winning 13 is, is like five. 15, I think it's 1500 bucks. Yeah. It's five. It's five. So the buy-in is three fifty, And so yeah. it's, you know, four and a half X. Um, and then second place, if you win 13, lose 14 is 500. Yes. So like there's value there. And it actually is a very, format for these big tournaments like it is very top heavy like top prizes at a half million right and so like there there's definitely a top heavy part of this format but mm-hmm. there's enough of a flat bottom that i think this format is definitely viable and especially when you look at some of the teams that are built that are like well like team five and team seven are teams which i think team seven i think is dead in the water more than team five Team seven is absolutely dead in the water. Their wide receiver three is Amari Cooper, and wide receiver four is Marquis Marquez Valdez Scantling. It, well, it's I'll, dead in the water. Let's read this team. So it's okay. they open Mixon, which I think it, like I think there's a chance Mixon was available at round two. I yeah. really, do. yeah, um, probably. It was Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, Dalton Short, Schultz in round four, which is I think a little bit of a scared play because five uh, tight ends had already gone. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson, Trey Lance to go back-to-back quarterbacks and a league you can't trade, so you're kind of stuck with them. Um, and you, both of them are going to hit likely. I mean, like if you think Trey Lance is going to hit, that's a fine thing. Like there's a huge range of outcomes. Lance, yeah, but you already have Lamar Jackson. Like, what, why did you do that? Why is that pick there? I understand if you took Trey Lance and then took like Joe. Like I, I get that decision more than. Um. Do you know what team is also dead in the water and we didn't talk about it at all? Team 10. Uh, yeah, I was looking at I mean, their their wide receiver their wide receiver three and four are Chase Claypool and Russell Gage. Like in full PPR, they they are like five or six points per game behind us. At least in both of those positions, right? Yeah. In the in those positions, that's one of those things that dealing with like a full PPR and a tight end premium, like you can get away with that if you play a Travis Kelsey or a Kyle Pitts or a Mark Andrews. But they're yes. starting they're starting Dawson Knox, so they're not getting <laughs> the tight end ba- balance out of that, right? No. They open their running back room was Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, James Conner, which is interesting. Usually Conner before Hall. Um. That might be an interesting switch to note. Um, David Montgomery. Um, yeah. Not interested. Yeah. I think Do we have a good know. shot with the team. Yeah. I think this is workable. I think team 
And now I'm looking at it, team eight's pretty terrible at wide receiver. We're just trash all the team. This is great. I, I go in like, man, I didn't like drafting Pollard, but look at team seven. <laughs> <laughs> but look at team eight. They have five wide receivers total, and one of them is Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I was gonna say one of them is Robert Woods. Like and that's one of them is Robert Woods. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Again, like this is one of those things that if you're playing full PPR, you absolutely have to be flexing wide receivers. It's a, it's a, you have to be. You it's have a race to be. The, it's a race to the flex, right? If you're racing to the flex, if you're trying to win the flex because that's pretty much how you win these things, right? Yeah. Um, and comparatively, like. The wide receiver is going to outperform the running back in PR. Like you cannot be losing the wide receiver. You can't be losing the flex position by playing a running back. Yeah. You've just given up too many points. You've given up too many points. Since we've only trashed teams, let's talk at least about a few that we think are good, and then we can go ahead and call it. Uh, I will say that I do think that team three is in some ways interesting. At least in the sense that they are going to have a strong flex. There's two teams right here that I'm like legit worried about. Okay. Um, team six is just great. Team six is very good. So team it's Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Travis Etienne. Uh, their running backs, or the wide receivers, then go Judy, uh, Rashad Bateman, Brandon Uke, Alan Lazard, Russell Wilson. And then they like ran a bunch of running backs. So they correctly identified where they're, they're sitting at. So they have Kenneth Walker. Brian Robinson, Michael Carter, Zamir Wright, which is like a good range of running backs for that bit. Um, mm-hmm. They put David Njoku in there, which I'm fine with. Like, you have Pitts, like, you can take a shot at Njoku, that's fine. Joshua Palmer, Jarek McKinnon, Zay Jones, Chris Evans, and then there's probably one more in there. Greg Dolchich. Oh, okay, cool, whatever. Um, that's fine. Uh, that's a nice build. That, yeah. that's, that's a thoughtful build. Okay? I would have said... I would have liked it a lot, lot, lot more if there was only two picks different. And that was Alan Lazard was Devonta Smith and Brian Robinson was Garrett Wilson. Then uh, I think that that team I, I would have loved. Yeah. Uh, and like, so uh, I will kick back that one of those is like a style on the guard versus Devonta. Devonta Smith, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's that's fine. Um, what was the but, other team that you thought was really good? I actually thought Team Twelve was really good. I know their back half of the draft is horrendous. <laughs> it's, it's rough, but the like the meat and potatoes of that team is like it's Derrick Henry, Ceedee Lamb, Jalen Waddle, Davis, Chris Godwin, J.K. Dobbins, Devonta Smith, Chase Edmonds, Alexander Madison, um, and then. And then they're like, they try to show themselves up. Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, I think, is the kind of appropriate one to you go there if you're going to go double quarterback. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, yeah. And then they realized they were really weak at tight ends. They went Irv Smith, Austin Hooper, Brevin Jordan, Logan Thomas. I don't like any of those names, but like, they've also identified that, like, hey, this is a spot we really need to hammer because we've let it go too long. Right. Yeah. And like what we did was we went three tight ends between 10 and 13. Because they didn't go three tight ends there, I think they had to add a fourth. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. So that's um, a team that's a team that like worries me a little bit. Like that's a team that could really go well. They got a lot of really good value out of things. Like JK Dobbins is is great value where they got it. 
Um, yeah. You know, like Chris Godwin is also great. That five, six term was. Um, like it's, it's a team that can do really well. So, yeah. There's, there's some teams like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased, but I like, I like our team no matter we're how much, like we're the best team, obviously. I mean, we best team. We weren't terribly Pollard. What were we doing? <laughs> <laughs> obviously um again yeah. i'm just gonna put so much talk into tony pollard and like if he is like the running back this year i'm like hey, you know i mean it's not <laughs> bad like it's gonna be great for us but like yeah <laughs> i'm just like willing into like the reverse i'm reverse jinxing it right is that how it works yeah yeah basically yeah um, there's a lot of average yeah. teams. There's a lot of teams that can work with this tier, but there's definitely like I'd say there's four teams that are like good teams. There's four teams that can get lucky, and there's four teams that themselves. Yes, um, I think that's about right. Yeah. Which I, is, I would say know, we're, we're we're competing with. I would say we're we're realistically competing in terms of like fighting for first with seven teams probably, and it's redraft, so we get to make moves. Yes, yes. That's ball. something I'm very excited about. I'm really I was actually just looking on the FFPC website to actually figure out how we we do um we do these, you know, sort of fab pickups and everything. I don't I, I need to figure out how that works, but yeah. So uh, the way we'll, Oh go ahead. I can talk about a little bit. So um so they do two runs. They do one Wednesday night, which so if you're doing guillotine on Wednesday. <laughs> great also love guillotine um yeah. and they also do one that processes sunday morning but that's the yeah. only time you can do it they give you a free agent auction budget of a thousand um but there are no zero bids you must mm-hmm. bid at least one so if you have zero dollars left you cannot make a move um other things that are notable um if you any players that are dropped week 11 are pulled from the pool completely um and, oh, that, okay. and that is because they don't want any collusion, right? There's no trading for the that makes sense. So they pull players that are dropped week eleven. Um and there are no moves weeks uh fifteen through seventeen because there's no one to commit, right? Because you're all kind of there's one of their maybe two other teams tops, but like yeah. because you're all kind of playing your own set, like it's kind of like DFS for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um uh so there's no ad drops fifteen, sixteen, seventeen kind of set. You know, okay. create whatever data you have. Um, yeah. The only interesting <laughs> thing, which is minor, but it's just notable because I think it's a neat thing. Because drafts run through week one, um, mm-hmm. Thursday games, you can actually, for week one, you can swap in and out Thursday players if they've already played. Yes, I saw that. I I, I, did, I was listening to some stuff about that. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, and I think it's actually a nice little fair thing in that, like, well, if teams can on Saturday, they have a little bit of advantage. So, people can like if you have a player golf on thursday you can go put them into the day mm-hmm. um, it's only for week one it's not for the rest of the week yes but, um it's kind of a, a nice little setup so um also one thing that is super minor but like makes gives me so much enjoyment so uh-huh. uh team name our team name is these boots are made for walking right <laughs> great yes but what's even better is that on the there's a team name limit that shows up. Yeah. And so in the matchups, it shows these boots are made for, and it doesn't put walking. <laughs> and so you look at the matchups. It's like, what's our week one matchup? Uh, a week one matchup is these boots were made for, and uh, 
I well, <laughs> my gosh, <laughs> we're gonna get censored by Spotify if I ever read this team name out. But like, uh, there's a team named Bruce Banner, and so like these boots were made for Bruce Banner. And like, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you how much joy and pleasure that brings in my life, boots. Like, <laughs> this is gonna be exciting. I can already tell. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have so much fun with this. Yeah. Um, one other right. thing I'll talk about, just to like give some like props, like. And I think you mentioned this in the past is that like I'm actually really impressed with this website. Um Yeah. It works really well. Like good on them. Like I'm used to like I would argue this is like as functional as sleeper. It's not as pretty as sleeper, but like no. it's very functional. Like it works really well. Um it was really nice to draft on. Like um I thought do- that like going into like what my preconceived notion about FFPC was, I thought this was going to be like MFL. Oh yeah, and it's not. It's and it's, it's not very, it's very lovely to draft on. Yeah, um, no, it was it was a very smooth uh, sort of you know draft, and you know that it was cool that the commissioner was there and was willing to sort of reverse picks when need when needed and everything. So I I was pretty happy with how this had gone. You know, yeah, from really, the from a user perspective. Yeah, it was really nice, and they do drafts from like I think their lowest one is a thirty three dollar buy in, and so they run up. So if you're in a state that's legal to do drafting. Like, yeah. I would totally recommend doing this. It's actually really nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm very excited to, dra- to play a league with you. Yeah, so no, like I'm so excited for the in-season management. We, we're both very much cut from the same cloth in that perspective. So it yeah. should be until we won until we yell at each other. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Listen, Zach Moss was cut. You have to let me pick someone else up. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But all right, man, it, it's been it's been great. You know, I, I had a ton of fun doing this. Um, I'm going to have a heck of a time editing it. I know that. But um, this this has been absolutely fantastic. Just had a fantastic time. I mean, drafted a really fun team, a yeah. strong team, in my opinion. And, and you know, going to be really fun to manage this throughout the year. Um so is there anything is there anything you want to sort of shout out before uh, as we sort of, you know, I know you don't have a Twitter or anything, so you don't really have anything to direct people to. But is there anything you want to shout out before we head yeah. out of here? No, oh, I mean, what's a Twitter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm join old, right? the Discord. <laughs> yeah, join the Discord. But like, um, yeah, just thanks for having me on. I always yeah. love listening to y'all. Um, I'm excited. Like, I I I imagine we'll talk sometime during the season. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be talking a lot about this, and, and I'm sure we'll do like a mid-season review of this team at one point. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But you can check me out at at, uh, at Boots Fantasy on Twitter. That's Boots with a Z. You can also check me out in me and Chris out in the Discord that we'll link in the description of this episode that I will definitely link in the description of this episode. <laughs> Chris will make me because he'll remind me. And, uh, yeah, it's been great hanging out, man. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure.